the iHeartMedia Complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Thursday. It's Thursday, July 19th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And, of course, we'll find so many other things to discuss. We always do. So take part. And those listen to the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. Check out our website. Why don't you? You can send us a text on anything at any time. We might use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031 on the phones. Long distance, toll free, 1-888-978-1041. For those of you in the metro, 407 916 one zero four one. Mo's here. She has news in a few yes, minutes. Yes, sir. Jack is here. Pinkman is with us as well. Happy birthday, Pinkman! Thank you. I am. Uh, I'm old now. Uh, we'll talk about that as the afternoon wears not uh, wears on. Not getting old, but Pinkman's birthday. Mm-hmm. Later in the program as well. Thursday's always busy. Well, we've got that bonus round of closest to the pin right after the news with Mo, followed by Jack's audio file. Then we talk with Pat Clark. Talk some sports. He handles sports over at Channel 2, and every Thursday at this time, we talk with Patrick. At the regular round of closest to the pin, we'll talk with uh, Jim Colbert, a.k.a. Dirty Jim, see what he has planned for tomorrow between the hours of 3 and 7. Got So You Want to Win It Today with assistance from Eddie the Shaman. Then Eddie will get our chakras aligned, the chi flowing, towards the end of the program. Now on a more serious note, I don't know why I find this funny. You oh have your, your nostrils are flaring. What is this? No, on a very serious yeah. note. Okay. We in the United States are facing very a very serious time. There's no question about that. Russian agents have infiltrated the institutions that have made America great. Mm-hmm. The Justice Department, if you've been paying any attention to the news has arrested a Russian, Maria Butina, who may very well be a spy for Russian intelligence operations. This is just another example. These Russians are all over the place. Russians here, Russians there. The Russians are coming. Another example of these brazen efforts by the Ruskies to infiltrate our political organizations with the goal to weaken our democracy. Now, yesterday, if you were listening to the program, I made mention that I believe I know the identity of at least one Russian operative within the iHeartMedia Orlando organization. You did. Go on. 
last night it came to my attention. Oh, boy. Certain information came to my attention. No identities, but more information that that very that might very well prove there are at least three Russian operatives within three the iHeart Orlando media organization. Yes, three. Mm. No names, Mr. Chairman. In this envelope, I have information that very well might show and prove the identities of at least three, not necessarily Russians, but Russian operatives under the control of Russian intelligence op- uh, authorities. What are you, uh, operating <laughs> Operating within the, the iHeart Orlando media organization. Certain information. Now, <clears throat> there's one individual at this company who is leaving in October, right before the midterm elections, and where is he going? I don't know. Where is he going? Oh, yes, where? I do know. He's Tell go- me where he's going. He's going to St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg. Uh-huh. He's moving oh. to St. Petersburg. That's sketchy uh-huh. to you, is it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's leaving Orlando uh-huh. be- right before. He's, leaving, he's yeah. leaving employment with this organization right before the midterm elections, very important elections in this country, yeah. and heading... Back to St. Petersburg. Uh, oh, you might be right on this one. There is another individual that was named in this packet of information that I, that came my way last night. Uh-huh. No identities. However, uh, this uh, this uh, the, the person who passed on this information to me said, who is that individual within the organization who had uh, grandparents from Eastern Europe with origins in Russia? And at one time, I think, made mention that her grandfather was a hat maker in Russia. Is that Moira? No identities have been given. No <laughs> identities have been provided to me. However, certain information has come my way. How many times has a certain individual, I'm not naming names, I will not name names at this particular time, said, yes, she's a socialist. Yes, she would like to be a communist. Let's not mention any names right now. That's no at names. least two. That's at least two. No names. I have communist leanings. There's hey. one other who may be the longest serving agent within the iHeart Media organization here in Orlando. Watch oh it, comrade. <laughs> Think of the individual within this organization who, for many, many, many years, yeah. has been buttering me up. Bringing me presents. Oh, no. Bringing me food. He doesn't bring you anything. Bringing me pieces of cake. Oh, no. Is there more than one brown noser or just that one? This person is not a brown noser. This person is an Mm. agent of of what used to be known as, shall we say, the Soviet Union. I'm not, and I'm at liberty at this time to name names. I'm not going to name names. I just, ha- I, however, I would like people to at least consider some of the information that has been passed my way. Huh? Person with this been with this organization for many, many, many years. Right before the midterm elections, very important elections 
that could change the House of Representatives to lead to the that might lead to the impeachment of the current president of the United States, oh, leaving right before the midterms and heading back to St. Petersburg. This Another is- individual who, for many, many, many years, has talked about her familial uh, connections back in the old country in Eastern Europe and before that Russia, and has always said for and has said for many times how she is a socialist and what would consider being a communist, and if labeled a communist, she wouldn't have any problem with that. I'm not naming any names. And then there's another one, I not on leanings. the air, but down the hallway, <laughs> who for many, many, many years has been buttering me up. <clears throat> hmm. What do they think they're going to get with you? food? Mm-hmm. That I would go on the air, that they convinced me oh. in turn, so I could go on the air and oh. essentially oh. come to the defense of Vladimir Putin oh. and his really? regime. Shameful. <clears throat> Is it? I'm just, I'm just, so, I'd just like people to consider this information that I have. I wouldn't be surprised if there are more of them here. They're all over the damn place. I am absolutely fascinated with this story. It's like a, it's like a, uh, it's like an episode of The Americans, which I've never seen, but people say it's absolutely terrific. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> You're describing it like a TV show you've never seen? Yeah, yeah but yeah, I've, yeah. I've read about it and I heard about it and I've, I've read articles about how people love that's true love that series and have was very well reviewed and this is the arrest of this uh, maria butina whatever her name is mm-hmm. she may have i mean it's without saying it they're saying she's a spy yeah she got accused of everything but and now and i was dead. thinking all right how does somebody from russia from i think, I think grew up in siberia all of a sudden make it into uh washington dc and uh, goes to school here. Where did where does she have the money for all that? Where does she have the money to even live? I mean, she didn't work, but she was. Uh, yeah, there's you yeah, know there's there are claims that she offered sex uh, for connection. Yeah, and for, she was yeah. a Russian agent who was trying to make connections, uh, for the most part within uh, Republican political circles, utilizing connections with the National Rifle Association, according to press accounts and other organizations, to infiltrate these political organizations. And uh, she was working for an individual who I believe uh, heads up the Russian Central Bank. That was her, if you want to call it, tutor or sponsor, Mm -hmm. who has a very strong connection to Vladimir. I mean, it just goes on and on. If you haven't had a time to, this is the best story. This is a great story. It's kind of juicy. It's juicy. See, Americans can, we Americans can connect to this kind of stuff. We can understand this particular kind of story. But I don't think we want our leaders to be compromised, Jim. And every day that we don't want our leaders to be compromised. Well, no, so, I'm not saying that. I'm just uh, saying this is a great story. That's all that it of is. Which, have it's you seen just, the new Time Magazine cover? Mm-mm. Yes, the one that morphs. Yes, from Trump into Putin. Yes, it's no, a, really, it's a, a yeah. morph of their two faces. It's kind of anyway, creepy looking. Oh they're all over these. These Russians are all over the damn place. I'm telling you right now, if they're not Russians, the Russian operatives, they could be American citizens who, for one reason or another, they've been compromised, they've been bribed, they've been blackmailed. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's going on? We have old individuals, you know, working for this company that say, well, "I'm out of here right before the midterms. I'm moving back to St. Petersburg." We've got other individuals at this uh, place who are yakking about that. They were. You know, their grandparents or great-grandparents were hat makers in Russia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Probably part of the revolution. Yeah. 
So there we go. Just like to bring that to uh, your attention. We got other things to talk about. I have communist leanings. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one for those of you in the metro four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Mo's next with the news on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Time for the news. Here's Mo. No, spasiba. Uh, I mean, thank you, Jim. Uh, the Florida Highway Patrol what? is reminding parents not Russian. to leave their kids in the car during the heat of the summer. Uh, I don't know why you even have to say this to a parent, but don't leave your kids in the car, you ding dong. Over the last 20 years, 84 Florida kids have died of heat stroke more than any other state except Texas. Uh, a woman at the Department of Children and Family says a single... You have to have a trick, maybe, to help you remember there's a kid in your car. They suggest placing a purse or a wallet, a cell phone or an ID in the back seat with said child. Yeah. So that you remember to reach for your purse and then boom, the car. Put a bear bell on him. (laughs) Well, the kid could be in the car seat sleeping and then you'll never hear anything. Oh, sure. Forget that. Florida law says you can't leave a child in the car for more than 15 minutes, but um, they, they also now say it only takes about 10 minutes for a child to suffer heat stroke during the summer. If it's 85, 95 degrees out, it's 100 plus inside the vehicle. The kid gets heat stroke in just a couple of minutes and then often Uh, goes into, you know. Takes longer to parboil some kale. Am I right? That's right. Just saying. Uh, Remember we told you earlier this week, two small planes collided in the edges of the Everglades. Uh, They, of course, identified all four people yesterday, but now they found out more information about them. Drugs? Nope. Three of the four people killed when those two planes collided in midair are said to have been experienced pilots. Miami-Dade police say the fourth victim was a student pretty new to flying, but the FAA records indicate both planes were registered to a flight school operating out of the Little Miami Executive Airport. Mm. And the planes went down Tuesday, about nine miles west of that airport. What altitude were they at when they collided? It doesn't say in this story, but I don't think they could have been too high. They are investigating still what caused them to run into each other. Jeez, even when I was flying, I never came close to hitting anybody. No. Well, not another plane, maybe a building, but not a plane. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. SpaceX, uh, this is not a plane, it's a rocket. Just saying. Let's Let's go to the videotape. SpaceX is targeting a satellite launch for early Sunday morning from over at Cape Canaveral. The company completed a test firing of the Falcon 9 rocket yesterday. Mm. This Falcon 9 uh, may be the new rocket that is designed for rapid and inexpensive reuse. We know the payload. Uh, We do. Yeah, it's that metal uh, dildo that uh, Elon Musk wanted to use in that uh, cave in Thailand to save those kids. mm, Interesting. It says here it's the Telstar 19 a communication satellite providing service to North and South America and the Northern Atlantic Ocean. It doesn't say anything about an underwater submarine dildo. Maybe Jim was trying to put out disinformation for his uh, Russian-connected co-workers. Oh. Well, the reason they didn't use that thing in Thailand, they didn't have enough palm oil to grease up the kids <laughs> to slip him in that thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you get him in there, and they'd never be, you'd never get him out. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh boy. This, uh, you know. It's like uh, getting your boots stuck in mud. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true. It's Sh- a pop it right oh, out. Oh, jeez. Oh, look at that trench foot. It'll be now, now up. <laughs> it'll be now up to voters to decide if plans for a major league soccer stadium down in Miami will move forward. The city commission down there voted just by a squeaky vote, three to two, to put the issue on the November ballot. If it's approved, the city will negotiate some kind of lease agreement with um, that business group led by squeaky David. Squeaky vote. It was a squeaky. Now, Commissioner Johnson. <laughs> All right, recorded. It was a squeaker. <laughs> Commissioner <It> was... Smith. <laughs> That's Folks, a... No. No. Uh, it went three to two. It was a squeaker. <laughs> Not a squeaky vote. It was a squeaker vote. I don't know, okay. whatever. Uh, and if so, if it passes in November... Today's squeaky vote was just to put it on the ballot. If it passes, they will then do a lease agreement with the group led by David Beckham. Uh, They're calling this area Miami Freedom Park. It'll include a soccer stadium, a commercial complex. There will be a city-owned golf course on the edges of it as well. Um, And so, yeah, it's it's kind of... How do they want to build this thing? What do you mean? How do they want to build it? Funding? The city will have to negotiate a (sighs) no-bid lease agreement with the business group led by Beckham. I yeah, just exactly. tell Beckham. Say, look, they they built it privately in Orlando. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll mm-hmm. you know we'll grease it along the way. You mm-hmm. know, we'll, you know, move up the building right. uh, inspection stuff like that. We're not going to pour any money into a stadium. Pour your own money in there. You got more money than the rest of us do. Yeah, bro. Mm. Or other- borrow some from your wife. Yeah, she's got to be rich. She got any money? Spice Girl? Yeah, uh, money? I'm sure she yeah. still makes money. Spice Girl she, money, right? Yeah, I think she got a lot of money. Oh. Like, too much money. How is that? She's in fashion also. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, in other Novosti, or news, uh, police in Columbus, Ohio, are releasing the arrest video of Stormy Daniels. The adult film star was arrested at a strip club last week after police say she violated an Ohio law. Yeah. Third-degree the- uh, motor boating. The law bans adult <laughs> performers from touching Thank patrons. Thank you. will be here all week. She wasn't allowed Strike to touch. three. I don't know if the patrons can touch her, but she can't touch the patrons. Right. Can't have the contact. Well, but no if contact. they touch her. No, not allowed. Okay, so how do you know who's doing the touching? Not allowed in Ohio, but there's a rule that, uh, that uh, if you're not a regular employee, of a particular establishment, they can't they can't charge you because the you don't law know the essentially rules necessarily. says you don't yeah, know the rules. That's right. Um, her attorney, Michael Avenatti, uh, says the arrest may have been politically motivated, and he successfully got the court to drop the charges. The police department in Columbus, Ohio, says they're reviewing the case to see if any political bias was present. Motor boating. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hasn't done that. Referred to the Evanrude statute. <laughs> oh boy! Why yeah. go to strip clubs? Let's speak of, uh, more about the, the Trumpster, uh, the uh, Russia summit, uh, which has been on. You know, he he has said things. He can't get out of his own way. No, he said things when he was standing next to Putin. Then he did a rollback. Then he rolled back the rollback. Then he went back to it again and doubled down on the rollback, mm-hmm. but not really what he said. By but it's it's all over the place like a ping pong ball. I am not not confused. Right. Trump says he now wants to hold a second meeting with Putin. The first one... Do over. I want to do over meeting. He wants to do it again. (laughs) The first one was such a cluster, he has to go back and do it over. In a tweet, Trump says he wants to continue the conversation with Putin about terrorism, cyber attacks, Middle East peace, and North Korea. Trump is blaming the media for the the misunderstanding after the summit. The thing is... 
Wait, but he went back to it. He said the yeah. media is an enemy of people. That's pretty strong a language. The media is not the enemy of the people. He did. He said it today again. The media speaks truth to power in most cases. you got a couple of outliers within the media, of course. We've always had that. But you, know, you take a look at history and you take a look at the things that the media's been responsible for, whether yeah. it's the New York Times, whether it's 60 Minutes, whether it's Geraldo Rivera back in his prime. I mean, these are people that uncovered a lot of bad things that were going on in this country. Right. Now, Come on. There were only... Two people in the room, Trump and Putin, but they were also, they each had a translator, so yep. there were four people in the room, I guess, but nobody was really taking notes. The Russians not only took notes, but they, no American took notes. The Russians also had a tape recording of the meeting. The Americans had nothing. So now, um, the translator who was in that room, in this private meeting with Putin, um, will not be subpoenaed. They were thinking of subpoenaing uh, that person, happen. the Republican-led House Intelligence Committee, voted down that motion. It only lost by two, though. It's not, not going to happen. Because they those, wanted to. Those, those yeah. people aren't qualified to, right. you know, to, to be able to. There's no record of what was said. They also, no. but she I, has notes, though. They know she has uh, notes because she had to translate. She had to write stuff down. Like we talked about A, B, C, and D. It's not going to happen. I'll, I'll, I'll bet you a dollar on that Republicans one, are not going to do it. It's not going to happen. That happened today. Uh, they said no. The House-led Intelligence Committee, guess what? They're led by Republicans. The Republicans said, eh, nope. Uh, no. There was nobody else in the room, Jim, other than the two leaders and their translators, so there is no American record of what was said. But we, the only thing we've learned about it is from the Russian media, because they not only had a note-taker, you know, the, the translator took notes, as they always do. Well, the but problem they also is that the recording. Russians said, we're going to start proceeding with some of the commitments commitments that were made during that meeting were gone what? what commitments more news with mo the birthdays the food bonus round of closest to the pin at the top it's the phillips file on real radio 104.1 bonus round of closest to the pin at four back to the news the food the birthdays here's mo all right today is uh july 19th yep. uh today is national daiquiri day Ooh. Mm-hmm. i think that's a good I'm time a in the summer right uh yeah so yeah, that's the only day today. Sometimes the the ones that are liquor based uh, have, share it with a food, but not today. Tomorrow we're not together, so it's Friday the twentieth, and it's three days in one. Tomorrow on Friday it's ice cream Sunday day. Good, always a good time. Yes, lollipop day. Yeah. Uh huh. And fortune cookie day. I love fortune. Cool. You, you actually like the cookie part? I do. I like the cookie better than the fortune. Oh. They're good unless you get the stale ones. Yeah, they also get a little chewy. Yeah, they get a little chewy. Yeah, I don't like them. I like Um, the lottery numbers. It's weird. On on Saturday, there's a fancy food, and then there's a everyman food again. Uh, The fancy, I'll call it a fancy food. It's creme brulee, the dessert that they, you know, with the crunchy part on top and the puddingy stuff in the bottom. Caramel on top, whatever it is. Okay. After that, put some flame to it, melt it. Yeah, yeah. crunchy. Yeah, the crispy, sugary part on top is really. Custard pudding type thing underneath. The crispy is only the only good part for me. I will eat well, the crispy. How rude! You can have the bottom part. It's like eating the top well, of a muffin. You're just not going to get any if you're not going to finish and it. No, I don't like it. Yeah. And it's okay. So that's the fancy food. No dessert. For the you. other one, it's called just a general junk food day. That's Saturday. Junk food day. Save it up. Eat all the junk food you can. Saturday. It is National Junk Food Day. Yeah. I don't know if that necessarily means fast food or if that means just you know eating. I don't know what like. Candy and food that's and, not good for you. Yeah, I guess. And finally, on Sunday, <laughs> <My favorite. laughs> Sunday, which is officially, you know, whose birthday, right? It's 
It's a great day for a great sandwich, and it's BLT day. It's always a good time. Yeah. On Sunday. Yeah, yeah that'll hey. work. It's a summer sandwich. It is. A BLT day. Um, it's lettuce, a country tomato. club type of sandwich. Yeah, bacon, lettuce, tomato. You can't go wrong there. It's a Something classic. to look forward to this weekend. That's Sunday, BLT Easy day. Easy to make? Yeah. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. It has to be a little crispier than normal. And what? I don't like fatty but, bacon and a BLT. Because when you bite it, you want to be able to bite, bite through it, off, it and not like have boing. it like pull off and then mm-hmm. all the other ingredients go flying around the room. Yeah, yeah. with that fatty bacon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you yeah. got some of that bacon fat. It's, it's tastier. Other, you don't want dry bacon. Oh, hell no. No, I don't want it so burned. It's so crispy. You know, burned, it's too crispy, but. You know, it crumbles. Nah, I don't like that. You know, a bite it and have it crumble. You no. can microwave bacon. Get it right. Uh, yes. Now. Yeah, you can. Oh, I know you geez. can. Oh, yes, you can. No. That doesn't mean it's right. On paper towels. It seems to work. It's yeah, better to buy bacon. Bacon fried is always better yeah. than anything else. No, you, you people, don't, don't come at Please, me with Please, microwave bacon. You know. Jeez. I, I put bacon in my Instant Pot. Ah. Oh. Gonna... U.S. Senator Bill Nelson says, you know, speaking up. Why? Because he's running, of course. But today he says, this is no way to run a country. The Florida Democrat took to the Senate floor, blasting President Trump for his approach to trade, Mm. his decision to impose new tariffs. He said this has got a trade war. It's hurting Florida business and threatens to eliminate jobs across our state and accused the administration of treating our friends like enemies and giving comfort to our adversaries. The correct craft people, the boat people in South Orlando, uh, company president was having a cow over the over the tariffs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, look, a lot of parts that come in for the construction of these Are, boats come right. from, from other countries. Mm-hmm. Const- have, uh, elections have consequences. Right. Vote people. You know, he says, and we and we put these boats together here. We employ a lot of people. We sell these boats worldwide. They're great boats, by the way, uh-huh. especially their ski boats. Right. Maybe that's all they make. And he says, you know, you're, well, you're right. I said, you put these tariffs, we got to pay more for these parts. The more we pay, you know, we're going to have to, you know, charge more. If you charge more, then there's a chance that sales go down. Sales go down, then you got to start laying people off. Oh God! Mm-hmm. Uh, nice boats, though. The president had a great idea after he came Real back. Real nice from, boats. From, yeah. He had a, an idea mm-hmm. not after he came back from this latest NATO, Great Britain and Helsinki trip, but another trip where somebody rolled out the red carpet with a military parade. France. It probably was France. Yeah. Um, it turns out now he came back. Back then and said, I want a military parade also. So it turns out now that the military parade has been scheduled and is on the books and it will take place on November 10th. A Pentagon spokesman mm. says that this Trump parade will coincide with the 100th anniversary of World War One. No disrespect to our military. We have the strongest, the best military in, in, on the planet. There's no question about that. But, but I don't know if they're very good at marching. I think they're not they're not like the French Foreign Legion. They're not like these other, these other countries. You know, North they, Korea. They're very syncopated. They're, because when other military you know, outfits are practicing marching, ours are practicing how to kill. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We don't need to march. Uh, yeah. The U.S. defense officials tell you CNN might, you today. You to march in boot camp, and then and then there's the okay. Nobody get through this. Them. No more marching. Okay. All right. No don't worry more. about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one get of the work. defense people told CNN today the yeah. military parade will cost about twelve million dollars which is nearly as much as the military exercises with south korea that the president canceled for being too expensive no tanks no they can't drive them through washington dc the streets are the roads yeah they have like mini tanks well like remote control yeah i'm thinking like a a shriner size tank (laughs) (laughs) no i don't think that'll work they have paintball tanks that'd be cool 
Have you seen them? Yeah. You drive those through. Yeah, for paintball guys, you know. But, they still doing them? Paintball? Is that yeah, still it's big? still a thing. I don't think it's as big as it was. Still a thing. Though. Maybe that's a good uh, way to get exercise. We should go do paintball. Let's do it. All right. Yeah, I don't know if I could do it. Oh, you can do it. Anyone can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you'll do it well. I though. think it might hurt. Are you afraid we're all, we're all going to sure would and yeah. just shoot you? Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> that was our plan. Uh, yeah. The Dang release it. date has been announced for Be the like new Running Man. Remember <laughs> the Stephen King novel? Right. They no. made into a movie. No. I think with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean you remember the movie that people claim it was a book first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, one person and start running. Give you a little uh, jump, and then we're, coming, at, then we're coming after you. They've announced a release date for the new Joker movie. Uh, Warner Brothers revealed oh that the Joker will hit theaters in October, not this year, of 2019. Who's starring in this? Joaquin yeah. Phoenix, actually, will star yeah. as the iconic Batman villain. I can see that. And the director will be the same guy who did The Hangover, Todd Phillips. Joker, the Joker movie, will be an original movie. It's actually what they call an origin movie. Basically showing how the Joker came to be yeah, yeah, yeah. one of Batman's arch nemesises. Nemesi. Uh-huh. Warner Brothers says the Joker okay. will be an exploration of a man disregarded by society and promises it'll be gritty. Okay. Let's go from something gritty to something as sweet and saccharine as apple pie. If you can remember back with me to the days of the Brady Bunch, here's a story, right, of a lovely lady. Yes. They had her girls on this side and the boys on this side and the parents and Alice in the middle. And they had this whole, you know, this was a great show for a certain generation. Mine. The iconic Brady Bunch home, Jack, is up for sale in California. Ooh, wow. Buy it, bro. The, I, I forget. When I went to my California trip, it was actually on the map of movie star homes that I had. Um, and I forgot to drive by. Ah! This, this property is in Studio City. It was used as the exterior of the iconic Brady Bunch house. It's on the market for $1.9 million. Ooh. So under two. That's nothing in California. That's true. Uh, it has, it's not that big, it is three bedrooms, because it's not the interior for Brady Bunch, it's just the exterior house for Brady Bunch. The interior was just mostly on a set somewhere, but the exterior that they showed often was this one. It has three bedrooms, two bathrooms, is reportedly the second most photographed house in the United States after the White House. I More was... than Graceland? Uh-huh. More than Full House House? Yes, the house. More than uh, J.R. Ewing's house? Thank you, you can't really get up to that house. At more that than Biltmore South Fork, uh, you know, the ranch. How about the Leave it to Beaver house? More than Jim's house? Wait, how about the house <laughs> where they did the Christmas story? You know, that house, Matafinga. Yeah. yeah. That, we interviewed that guy. I know. Who bought the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Darren McEvitt? Oh, the other guy. Oh, no, no. No, the, the guy who bought the house. I, yeah, I, I figured it out. It says out here, take it, up, about that. take it up with the Associated Press. No. Reportedly, the second most photographed home in the U.S. after the White House. The Brady Bunch house. Fake the home house. has not been on the market for 50 years. So I, know, this, I don't believe that. Uh, what? 50 I, years? I, I just don't believe it's the second most photographed house. Well, yeah, uh, neither do I. No, right. How would you know that? AP. I don't know. I'm just reading what it says here. They sit there and count the people that take pictures. Harvey Weinstein's <laughs> legal counsel is claiming... Uh, Harvey Weinstein's lawyers are now claiming that the disgraced movie mogul and Ashley Judd, one of his accusers, had an agreement to let him touch her. The L.A. Times is reporting that Weinstein had a bargain that would allow him to touch Ashley Judd if she won an Academy Award in one of his films. The information was revealed as Weinstein's attorneys are looking to get a federal judge to drop 
Ashley Judd's defamation lawsuit against him. She called the incident a mock bargain and a way to exit the situation. Judd claims that Harvey ruined her career after she rejected him mm. at the Peninsula Hotel in Beverly Hills. Buddy, you're going to prison. No, yes. And again. Somehow, somewhere along, you're and... going to do, be doing some time there, yep. pig. Mm-hmm. He's gross. That's true. Those uh, gross guys, too. I mean, so many, they, yeah, yeah, because nobody schlub. would give them the time of day. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, the, so they they exercise their power. Mm-hmm. You know, Harvey Weinstein. Ew. Ugh. You got to look at him? Mm-mm. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't I mean, do anything you know, for me, but maybe. So that's, that's, you know, that's, so he has to, he has to use his power, mm-hmm. you know, in order to. Yeah, yeah to get something. Jeez. I know, it's kind of cool. Get a hooker. Comcast is, is oh, yeah. ending its bid to purchase 21st Century Fox, which ends a bidding war with Disney. They have been really competing. Comcast, Disney, Comcast, Disney, throwing money at this yeah. uh, this deal, Big deal to purchase 21st Century Fox. Um, Disney is also, you know, has been in, in the game from the beginning. Comcast bid $65 billion Jesus. last time. Um, Disney then upped them at $71 billion. And Comcast just said, forget it. It's too rich for They're me. Out. We're out. Yep. No kidding. Mm-hmm. The bidding war between Disney and Comcast may not be over, though, because Comcast still is trying to pursue the purchase of the British broadcaster Sky, and Disney's also interested in that. So they may finish up this 21st century Fox. Burdock thing. wants to and, buy Sky. Uh-huh. Yeah. But he doesn't want to sell Sky. He wants to keep Fox Network. Keeping that. And, and Fox uh, News. But everything else, oh, all the entertainment stuff is, is on, the, yeah, right. on the auction block. Right. Mm-hmm. That He's wanted correct. Sky for years. Mm-hmm. The French ambassador to the United States is slamming the host of the Late Show uh, the, of the Daily Show, Why? Trevor Noah, for saying Africa deserved a little credit for France's World Cup victory. <laughs> That's and true. It is a really good video. I put it on my Facebook page. Oh, no, it's true. Yeah, it is. It's a great little video that Trevor Noah did, explaining he, as an African, is so proud that these are you know in America we call people. You know, they're African-Americans. They're Irish-Americans on St. Patrick's Day. We applaud the duality of it. He said, why will France... France is denying that these people come from African heritage. And he thanked them because he feels connected to them. So many of those players for France, World Cup... Victor- France had huge colonies in, in Africa. And he did and talk many about of these, colonialism. Many yeah. of these people, were, you know, moved to France. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they their heritage is in Africa. But, right. but come on. I get it. No, uh, Trevor Noah, the, the, one of his lines in the in this little video, yeah. it, was, it was very, very good. He says, I get it. They have to call it a French team. But look at those guys. Uh, you don't get that tan by hanging out in the south of France. What is a French team? They're French citizens. They are. They are. But they're they're, their families are from Guyana. No, they're this French, place but place. their heritage goes to, goes to Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever. People could just I know. Uh, settle down, yeah. everybody. 23 and uh, Take a deep breath. So the French ambassador yeah. is slamming him for his opinion and his comedy. You know, yeah, his they bit. get a little tight ass about stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Uh, if you love Marvel comics, you'll love a new exhibit that's just opened in New York City. It's called The Art of the Avengers and Other Heroes and features the largest selection of original Marvel comic book art ever displayed. Wow. Rare Spider-Man covers and panels by the late... Marvel illustrator Steve Ditko included <coughs> in this thing. The art's on display through October 20th at the Museum of Illustration on the Upper East Side. Uh, Billy Joel is celebrating a milestone. Speaking of New York, after his 100th performance at Madison Square Garden, it was last night. The record-breaking show included a surprise appearance by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah! Who joined Billy on stage for two songs. 
these, they are New York and New Jersey personified, these two. They teamed up for performances of a Springsteen song and, and uh, I guess, Born to Run and something else. Anyway. That sounds awful. Turn it off, please. Cell phone audio. What are you going to do? That sounds terrible. <laughs> That's what someone does when you go to concert. You video just sit down it. and listen to the music. Well, you put the cell phones down. They got to, you know, t- tape it or video, whatever. Just oh god, people, these phones. What? Do do do. So you can look at that never again. Right. Or you say, hey, look at this. It's oh, wonderful. Thank you for showing me how what a great time you had. I couldn't go. <laughs> right. Oh, well, that makes me sad. Yeah. I don't know if I ever, ever went back yeah. to look at yeah. some of the stuff I yeah. shot. Aren't you special? Mm-hmm. You went to a party That's a lot I for sharing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It's always all about you. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. What a great time you had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why can't hey, look you at be, this. Why can't, I don't want to look at it. Why can't you be happy for someone else? Why who's does it always up, have to be about you? Who's that up on stage? Well, you can hardly even... Mm. Who's, the, who's the old fart playing the piano? What? Billy Joel. He does look like an old Jewish man. Why? Because he's an old Jewish man. What? Mm-hmm. Who knew? I'm just saying. He's Jewish. Oh, yeah. He lives in Montauk, you know. You think? It's like you had to be wearing a straw hat and a big cigar and uh, Bermuda shorts and black socks sitting by the wheel of a Cadillac. Going down to, you know, driving up to Vista Del Mar. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's a view of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See. An engagement at the Eden Rock. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds lovely. It does. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the uh, 2018 ESPYs are in the books. The top stars and teams were honored yesterday out in Los Angeles. The Astros were named best team. The Washington Capitol star, Alex Ovechkin, the best male athlete. And the U.S. snowboarder, Chloe Kim, beat the best female athlete. Uh, former Buffalo Bills quarterback, Jim Kelly, um, Received the Jimmy V Award for perseverance as he deals with cancer of the jaw. Yeah, Danica Patrick gave, uh, I guess, yeah. a, trying to do a comedy routine. That fell flat. Aye, aye, aye. Well, she didn't write it. I mean, sure, somebody provided it, but still. Well, see, so you still have to perform it. I know, it's true. Survivors of sexual abuse. You Jimmy Kimmel writes all his jokes? Yes. Mm-mm. Some of the survivors of Larry Nasser were there to be honored with the Arthur Ashe Courage Award. Uh, it was a tearjerker, not a dry eye in the house for that one. And also some of the coaches who were victims down in Parkland were honored also. Not uh, good. As well. That's good. Uh, birthdays? You ready for birthdays? Sure. It's the time. Not? I noticed the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Brian May from Queen, singer, songwriter, all of that. He actually was Bohemian Rhapsody mm, was his. So. 65. Oh, Brian May. Uh, 67. Oh, please. Uh, he's older. That's, Double nickel plus two pennies. You did it. I have to do it. 66. Who said 67? Pinkman? Yeah, told yeah, you he was older. 71. Oh, oh, good yeah. job. All right. Happy you birthday. People. Okay. Happy birthday. Benedict Cumberbatch, the actor. Come on, Ooh. Pinkman. Uh, let's see. He's got to be 43 now. Nope. I'll go 41. He's older. 42. On the dot right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the middle. Right in the middle. Ah. It's going to be a great weekend you out at Vista up. del Boca. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, and View the of uh, creator mouth. of Starbucks, Howard Schultz. Oh, I Jackie. know who he is. Yeah, yeah you do. Know. 66. Ooh. 68. Oh, 67. 
Nope. Mm, you went the wrong way, I Jack. 65. Oh, oh, Snapperino, yeah. I was close. Uh-huh. And that's the Lottie <laughs> Dodd. Just call me Moira. Take a little break. When we come back, a bonus round of closest to the pin. Mr. Pinkman will open up the lines and choose one of you at random to play against him. You might win that You Matter business card and have good fortune for the rest of your life. You might lose and have bad luck for 24 hours. Next on Real Radio 104.1. Promise and hope and totally ignorant of reality. That's how a man's supposed to talk to a woman when he's being sexy. Real Radio 104.1. From the- and now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Alright, then, uh, who's that? Xander? Is that his name? Xander's on the line yes. play against Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pin. Let's see if the birthday boy can pull this off. Oh, Xander, bo- uh, Xander, of course, if he uh, defeats Pinkman, he'll win that You Matter business card and have good fortune for the rest of his life. Xander also knows if he loses, <laughs> bad luck for 24 hours. That's what's on the line right now. Pinkman is headed to the soundproof booth. We'll bring him back in a couple of minutes to set his handicap. Xander, how are you today? I am well, how about you? I am well as well. Uh, I've got ten questions for you, including the crow question at the end. Speak right into the telephone so we can hear you loud and clear. You ready to go? Yeah. All right, buddy. Let's uh, count down. Let's count down for Xander. Keep score, please. In three, two, one, begin. Xander, President Trump wants another meeting with Putin. How old is Vladimir Putin? 64. Talk about meetings. Uh, the movie Meet the Flockers hit the big screen in what year? 2009. Ben Stiller was in that movie. How tall is Stiller? 5'8". The movie Ben, about a boy and his pet rat, was released in what year? 1952. Talk about rats. The theme song for Ben was performed by Michael Jackson, but how old is brother Jermaine Jackson? 64. Australian Jermaine Greer has been a major voice in the feminist movement. How old is Greer? 76. What's the population of Australia? 20 million. In minutes, what's the running time for the movie Crocodile Dundee? 110. How old is actor Paul Hogan? He's 84. Get it within 100, you win outright. If Paul Hogan was a crow in Lightning Ridge, Australia, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Sydney? Uh, 1,300. Time. All right. Okay. What was it? One, one, 1,300. Okay. Got it. All right. All right. All right. All right. Come on. Right, here we go. Got it. 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 Got it.
the hard way. So it's an 11-second handicap for Pinky. Ten questions, including the crow question. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Birthday boy, President Trump wants another meeting with Putin. How old is Vladimir Putin? Uh, 56. Talk about meetings. The movie Meet the Flockers hit the big screen of what year? 2001. Ben Stiller was in that movie. How tall is Stiller? 510. The movie Ben about a boy and his pet rat was released in what year? That was 1991. Talk about rats. The theme song for Ben was performed by Michael Jackson, but how old is brother Jermaine Jackson? Uh, 62. Australian Jermaine Greer has been a major voice in the feminist movement. How old is Greer? 71. What's the population of Australia? Uh, 5 million. In minutes, in minutes, what's the running time for the movie Crocodile Dundee? 112. How old is actor Paul Hogan? He is 75. Get it within 100, you win outright. If Paul Hogan was a crow in Lightning Ridge, Australia, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Sydney? Uh, 82 miles. Time? No. You have to go one way or the other. That's good. Here we go. Let's score it. How old is Vladimir Putin? Xander said. 64. Pinkman. 56. 65. He's 65. Oh, Xander. Missed well, by Good shape younger. for 65. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all that bear wrestling. Talk about meetings. Uh, <laughs> you meet the flockers at the big screen of what year, Xander? Is it flockers or fockers? Fockers. Excuse okay. me. That's okay. Uh, hit the big screen of what year, Xander said? Uh, 09. And Pinkman. 01. Uh, it's 2004. That's Pinkman. All right. Yep. I was yeah, thinking put an L parent. in there, yeah. That's okay. Fockers. Yeah, yeah, I know what you meant. Ben Stiller was in that movie. How tall is Stiller? Xander said. 5'8". And Pinkman. 5'10". He's 5'7". Ooh, Xander. The movie Ben. It's about a boy and his pet rat released in what year? Xander said. 52. And Pinkman. 91. 72. Wait, that's funny. That's less than 20. I'm closer. Yep. Talk (laughs) about rats. The theme song for Ben was performed by Michael Jackson, but how old is brother Jermaine Jackson? Xander said. 64. And Pinkman. 62. 63. Oh, you guys oh, both man. get one. That's good, though. Jermaine Greer from Australia, major voice in the feminist movement. How old is Greer? Xander said. 76. And Pinkman. 71. 79. Ooh, he takes the Four lead. to go. What's the population of Australia? Xander said. 20 million. Pinkman. 5 million. 24 million. Ooh. He's taking the lead, Pinky. Get with Dang. it. In minutes, what's the running time for the movie Crocodile Dundee? Uh, Xander said. 110. And Pinkman. He just won up to a tiny bit. 112. Sorry, 104. Oh, you went the wrong way. How old is actor Paul Hogan? Xander said. 84. Pinkman. 75. He's 78. Pinkman gets that one. What's the score? One to go. Six to four. Pinky is is losing at the moment. Get it within 100. You went outright. If Paul Hogan was a crow in Lightning Ridge, Australia, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Sydney, Australia? Mm-hmm. Sanders said? 1,300 miles. Pinkman said? 82. The answer, 726. I knew it. 726. That's right. Goes to Pinky. Uh, 726? Is that it? Yeah. The answer is 726, right? 726. 726. Pinky said 82. 684, and then 1,300 minus 726. Four, seven, five. No. Sanders gets it and wins the game. I am sorry. What? He said 1,300. He said 1,300. Yep. And the answer is 726. Okay. Yeah, Pinkman three. said 82. Yeah. So Pinkman is off by 684. Um, I'm sorry, 644. <laughs> 644. Yes. And and Xander's off by 574. All right. That's acceptable. Okay. All right. Very good. But you still lose. <laughs> it's math. Sorry. Xander, he picks up that uh, You Matter business card. <laughs> 
<laughs> Great job, Xander. You took him down on his birthday. Yeah, you have, oh. You'll have good fortune for the rest of your life. Thanks for playing that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. What'd you get for your birthday, birthday boy? Uh, so far, I've gotten a delicious cake. Mm-hmm. And a card and an instant pot. Oh. Can't wait to have restaurant quality butter chicken. So far, Jim says the only thing that he's made in there successfully is butter chicken. That's the only thing I have. No, it's made. not true. Oh. I've there are a couple of failures. Well, I said, but all the Indian food. Yes, and I've made three different types of Indian oh, food, mm-hmm. but the butter chicken is the best. We've had success Damn, with, with what pork? What kind ribs, of ribs? Ribs and pulled pork. Ooh, mm. yeah. Yeah. So you put like a big pork time, roast right? in there and then with sauce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Something separate, like that. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's done. I don't put it on and it just falls apart. <laughs> Jack does. doesn't do this. I, I sit true. down when my wife says dinner's ready. And eat whatever's put in front yeah, of you. You eat what your wife makes you. That's yes. correct. That's the best Points. marriage advice you're going to get, Pinkman. Better take that and write I it down. I cook more than she does sometimes. Mm. <laughs> okay. You like Indian food? Yes. I'm a fan. Let's see if I can find that Indian Instant Pot Cookbook. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me know. I'm down with the spice. I'll tell you that. I almost cut my fingertip off with a mandolin yesterday. I told you. I warned you. We I did. Know, we all I, said. Watch. I, boom, boom, boom. What are you doing? Potatoes? Carrots? Uh, what were you doing? Cucumber. A cucumber. And I was get like, you. this is so easy. And I was like, this is cool. Kept going, kept going. <laughs> oh. And the next thing I know, my finger's right on top of the blade. I was yeah. like, nope, I'm putting the glove on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you using an elf glove? They they sent me like a, a cutting glove oh, with the see. mandolin. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Prime Day. That was Prime oh. Day. I'm still waiting for some of my Prime me Day too. stuff to show up tomorrow. Well, maybe Same. this is it. Someone's at my front door. Maybe this yeah. is them. Oh, tell them I, I said hi. I got a knife sharpener. Hey, let's talk to them through your app. Oh no yeah. no no no. I don't I don't know how to, I've never talked to anybody yet. Uh, leave it there on the porch, please. What kind of knife sharpener? Back away. A manual one. But it's good for re- straight and serrated edges. Like a whetstone. Yeah, <laughs> whetstone. Wait, how could it be good for serrated? Because it's got those. Rings. Hey, I just read the description and said, I want add to these. my cart. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how many of those damn knife sharpeners I've been through in my lifetime. I've never found one that works. You bought me one, and we love it. Yeah, it's not like, you're right, Pinkman. It's not like a whetstone. Yeah. All I know is here's yeah. the deal. The manly way to get a sharp blade. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. knives that really I have to use on Thanksgiving and trying to find a sharp one and have one of those, uh, what do you call those, uh, that's. Them things that yeah. There you go. Foo, 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 foo. Yeah. What is that again, Mo? Foo, 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 foo. I'm on each side of it. I go. Yeah. What are you talking about? A knife? Like it's what they use at, sharpener. And they go wing, wing, Like what wing, they use wing, at the wing, hibachis. Like yeah. yeah. It's okay, got a rough right. edge. Yeah, right. That stick, so. that long skinny metal stick, and you boom, boom, boom. Yeah, and I don't this know how good like that works. Yeah. And then in New Jersey, we just wait for the the guy in the station wagon to come yes. ringing the bell, knife, and it says knife your... sharpener on the side. Yes, oh, you don't see that anymore, do you? No, no. That's a thing. I think nope. my father in law used to have a business, a side business like that. Uh, and I would he... think that somebody who knew what they were really doing could probably you know make a couple of bucks here and there. Sure, not like the rag man, no. <laughs> not like the Fuller Brush man. Or the we ice used to have man. one of those come through town. Fuller Brush man. We had a Fuller Brush man. We had, actually did have a rag man. The encyclopedia guy. Encyclopedia guy, right? They always and came. Uh, nice sharpener. My sister complained to my mom that she thought the Fuller Brush Man was creepy, and she, my mom refused to do business with him after that. So you guys didn't brush your hair after that? 
Fuller brush. I thought it was that was a, a like big sweeping brush, wasn't it? That was a good. Br- no, they had all kind hair, of brushes. Hair brushes. Hair brushes. Oh, really? Good hair I brushes. So. I don't know. I never had one. I but. found out today. I've, uh, I I discovered a, a cousin who reached out to me because of my DNA. Oh my god! I can't wait. And I had to ask my mom about it. Are they? Did she remember player? anything about this side of the family? She mm-hmm. most Are certainly did. But I have a question for you. This woman, Uh-oh. who's exactly my age, grew up in the Bronx. No kidding. Different name. Never heard of her before. Oh. And I re- and we are the same age. And then she kind of gave me a little background, and I saw where our paths met. Mentioned it to my mom, and my mom totally gave me the you know the history. Cool. What I actually realized is my true cousin would be her mother. Oh yeah. And so she is the... Who's the father? Pat Clark's father? No, no, no. He's no. <laughs> always got to go for real... a joke. He's always got to go for a joke. Hey, hey, that was, was a decent one, though. Eh. <laughs> that was anyway. decent. That was okay. That was <laughs> decent. So what, to me, and because this whole first remove stuff is lost on me. I don't mm. understand it. All the yeah. what? New what? What? Cousins when they say first, first removed. removed. Uh. What is the... Second cousin. What is the the child, the offspring of a cousin to me? I'm not quite sure. You're just not supposed to have intimate relations with a first cousin. Second cousins, that's okay. Okay, It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And the agony of defeat. Chicken Tetrazzini. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Back to Larkin Sports in a few minutes. First things first, time for Jack's audio file. Jim, it was a night of sports last night. I uh, kind of forgot about it, but got home. Uh, normally turn on the television, was all set to play my uh, little video game action, and I see the ESPYs are on, and then I got sucked in. And between the thousands of commercials that they aired during this award yeah, ceremony, mm-hmm. uh, there was some poignant moments. Uh, I know um, the host, Danica Patrick, now retired race car driver, right. taking some criticisms for some jokes that, you know, well, we're kind of like, oh, okay. Didn't fly? Nah, well, not, it just... Not funny, whether it's, you know, timing, material. Um, I saw other stuff, Pinkman? Duh, yeah. Oh, it, come it, on. It was what? about that quality, I would say. How rude. <laughs> that is so rude, Pinkman. I wouldn't stand for it. Uh, He's sitting that's down. why I'm sitting. Oh, <laughs> See? Yeah, boom. That's, that's the level of so humor. That's not funny. Yeah, that's not <laughs> yeah. funny. Hey, just trying. <laughs> anyway, back to the poignant moments, and it was filled with them. And credit to ESPN for acknowledging Aww. the big stories um, and one of them was the Coach of the Year Award. I know we, we kind of talked about it a little earlier today mm-hmm. and yesterday as well. After Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School coaches Aaron Feiss, uh, Scott Beagle, and Chris Hickson were posthumously given that Best <laughs> Coach Award uh, at the ESPYs. They had the family members up. They had a little video montage. Family members came up, and fellow coach uh, Elliot Bonner took the stage and, you know, uh, to accept the award and actually call for change. Scott, Aaron, and Chris were heroes, and they were coaches. But they were also husbands, fathers, and sons. And I am proud to be standing here on this stage with these families. You know, we're all so careful today to try to stay away from anything political. But the issue of gun violence... And what happened at our school 
isn't a political issue. It's a human issue. Oh, good for you. Yeah, there you go. That was uh, a pretty neat moment. Another neat moment was the Jimmy V Award, named after Jimmy Valvano. Uh, and it's the award for perseverance. And it was given to Jim Kelly. Remember Jim Kelly, former Buffalo Bills quarterback? Right. Uh, took the Buffalo Bills to four straight AFC championships, which meant four straight Super Bowls. Unfortunately, then pre- lost four straight Super Bowls. You know, not because of him. Scott Norwood was one wide left. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it was wide right. I forget. But uh, it was Jim Kelly who then went through about. Um, he had mouth cancer. And he's missing part of his teeth and jaw, and mm. it's actually cancer. has come back three times. Oh, On top of that, he, uh, you know, right after he retired, um, he had a son who had a, a, a disease and, and was only expected to live about 14 months, ended up living eight and a half years. The oh. Kelly Shoe Tobacco? I, you know something? That's exactly what I was wondering when he left the stage, because he, it wasn't mentioned at all. Mm-hmm. Mr. Pinkman is uh, getting with research right now. I mean, to can see. you notice? I mean, oh yeah, when you jaw missing, you can see. No, not that the jaw is missing. The outline of his yeah. face looks fine. But when he's talking, you can see he has no upper teeth. This says he never smoked or chewed tobacco. Wow. wow. Yeah, uh, and it's come it's back. He's beat season. it twice. It's come mm. back a third time. Uh, but yeah, he has no upper teeth, and you can actually hear that. Here no he is ex- accepting the award because it definitely does affect his speech. You can be just a normal person, go, go just up every morning, goes to work. Yeah, wow. But you can't be a difference maker. Put a smile on those faces. My kids, my friends, when they came in to see me, not once did they ever have a frown on their face. So I just urge anybody out there, if you have somebody out there suffering, it doesn't have to be cancer. It could be somebody you're not having a oh. good day. It could be your mom, your dad. It could be your grandparents. What you say to them, the smile that you have on your face, that can be the difference in them making it the next day. Remember that. Always, always persevere. Like Jimmy B said, never, ever give up. Good for him, man. I, you know, yeah. I mean, I, can, I know who he is. I can remember the face. Yeah. Was it Denver? Uh, no, Baltimore, uh, no uh, um, Buffalo. Who am I thinking about with Denver? Uh, John Elway. Yeah, whatever. Because it was John Elway oh. and Dan Marino who presented the award because they're it's considered the best quarterback class uh, ever. It was 1983 yeah. where the three of them were in the draft, and I think it was five uh, five quarterbacks went in the first round. So I don't mean I don't mean to be you know flip uh, uh, you know flippant or whatever it is, but yeah. I mean why can't he? Why can't he have upper teeth? I mean false teeth or something. So I don't. I mean, and they didn't get into maybe that. Maybe doesn't so, want to. I don't know. Well, or the cancer, maybe the surgery they maybe. had to do to remove maybe. cancer and stuff, yeah. and uh, yeah. you know, and it's wow, well, good for him. Yeah. So it was uh, wow. another another neat moment, another moment of inspiration. Oh. But they, uh, you know, it was at the end of the night. Knock wood. Uh, uh, and it yeah. was the uh, uh, the Arthur Ashe Award for Courage, and they had a hundred and forty one, and they played the montage, and I knew it was weird because they gave strong parental guidance. Before it, and that's when my daughter comes really? bopping out and sits down on the couch. I'm like, ah. okay, this could be a ride. And but I, I pretty much trusted the programming that it was going to sure. be worthwhile, and it was yeah. because it was the survivors mm-hmm. of uh, the uh, the victims of Larry Nasser, and they had oh. 141 of the women on stage. Wow. Three of them got to speak, including uh, Ali Raisman, and she started. She goes. 
1998, 1999, 19, uh, uh, 2000, 2001, 2004, 2006. All those years, those were the years where they raised complaints, and they called out U.S. gymnastics, and they called out all the organizations and people who turned a blind eye to it. All those years, we were told, you are wrong. You misunderstood. He's a doctor. It's okay. Don't worry. We've got it covered. Be careful. There are risks involved. The intention? To silence us. In favor of money, medals, and reputation. But we persisted. And finally, someone listened and believed us. It was a really neat moment. And overall, a, a pretty good show. Pretty good show uh, for, you know, inspiring and, and thoughtful moments. And that is your audio file for today. More nice sports work. on the way with Pat Clark. Hey, Jack, got some things to talk over sports-wise with Pat Clark, who handles sports over at Channel 2. That's upcoming next, as Jack said, on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news right now. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Amazon has a patent on a dwarf-throwing robot. If this doesn't make you realize why Jeff Bezos is the wealthiest man alive... I don't know what would. Next, a Key West tourist has been sentenced to 15 days in jail after she took some conch shells that are protected by Florida law. It's like the old saying goes if you can't do the time don't sell seashells by the seashore. Finally, a man was arrested for swinging an anchor around on the beach because someone messed up his grilled chicken. This guy switched from grill mode to kill mode real fast. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Eye Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com and transmission bring the world a little joy simply contact the special number 407-916-1041 toll free 888-978-1041 real radio 104.1 Phillips file for a thursday every thursday at this time we talk with pat clark who handles sports over at channel two w-e-s-h channel two in orlando hello pat clark James, how are you? I'm doing very, very well. How about yourself? I'm fine, thank you. I found out that Pinkman's going to be 25 on Sunday. That very nearly made me cry. I know. I'm so <laughs> old. I'm so incredibly old. Well, I keep telling you, you haven't seen anything yet. So. Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah. Hey, if Mo can make it, there's hope for all of us. Hey, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> That's not funny, Pat. I think any day now my wife is going to take away the car keys. You know, that uh, day has to come when they say, yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, Pops. Can't drive anymore. Jim You're will be danger. Riding, he'll be riding the sunrail every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, I'll get one of those three-wheeled tricycles, you know, with, with the, the cage flag. on the back and the flag. The big flag, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wearing the black socks and, you know. And Tiva sandals. Or shorts. Whatever. whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. That'll be me. Every day is an adventure getting out of bed, too. Oh, know? gosh. Hey, really? just waking up. That's an adventure. I'm at the I'm at the point now where my back goes out more than I do. But anyway. <laughs> oh, bada boom, bada All right, let's move to sports. Yeah. How is Tiger doing? What is today opening round? What is it today with the British Open? Mm-hmm. Round one of the Open Championship at yep. Carnoustie is complete. Your leader is Kevin Kisner. Oh, USA. Yes, exactly. USA. Oh, yeah. got a 500-par round of 66 today. Mm-hmm. Tiger is five shots back. Having shot even par 71. He added to two under par Ooh. at one point and then had a short putt 
to get to three under par. Man, got a case but of yips. Five shots back over there with those guys. I, I got to tell you, uh, Carnoustie is incredible. No, that links golf over there. You can have it as far as I'm concerned. Why? Uh, well, the course is so dry. They haven't had any rain at all on the eastern side of Scotland. So the fairways are like airport runways. Uh, it's everything so fast. You're seeing 400 yard drives. And so the golfers now have to pick a strategy. By the way, the conditions were perfect for scoring today. The wind was, the wind was down. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. So if you're going to make any hay today was the day to do it. Um, but it's always interesting because you just don't know how these guys are going to play the course. And yeah. There are, you know, the, the, the rough is what rough there is is impossible. Why it's a major championship. Well, if Tiger's only off by five, I think he's tied for thirty second. But be that as it may, mm. if he's only off by five, he's got a he, he can make his move, can he? I he guess. Sure can. Why not? Right. And you've got some kind of a bet, don't you, that he's going to win a major or that he's not going to win a major? I have a bet with yeah. Jackie will not win a major. Yeah. I need Tiger to no. I need Tiger to finish in the top five in a major. That's right. Or and then just win any tournament. He has to so, win any legit tournament. Dollar. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, big money. A dollar each, Pat. A dollar each of those here. bets. Yeah. Wow. Hey, guess who got what for his birthday? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's right. Everybody's got one now. Yeah. Yep. Someone's got an instant pot. Yep. Yeah, yeah bro. Here we got one for, uh, we got for one pinky. for Pinky. You're what are you gonna do? You're gonna use it this weekend? I'll probably cook with it, I reckon. Oh my gosh, we gotta talk off air. I've got a million ideas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, Pat, I I bought one too. I need to get some uh, recipes. So really? Can you make goop in it? I bet you can make goop in it. You can make anything in it. You can wash your feet in the damn thing. Stop so it. Ooh, <laughs> you can do anything you want with that instant pot. I love it. Potatoes and pasta. They make it so easy by just cooking that stuff in an instant pot. It's incredible. It really is. I'm excited. It's the best gift for my golf, uh, my, for my fundraiser that I ever kept for myself. <laughs> yeah, I was that I've never given away. <laughs> well, boy, that is that was something, all right. That is harsh. Yeah, that, that, is, that is that is that is really harsh. I'm going to donate this Instapot. Uh, yeah. It's going yeah, to sure. a great cause, uh, you know. And then I said, "Hey, cause, nobody yeah. else is donating anything like this, or very few and far between." I mean, you know, guys, they'll donate a couple hundred pounds of meat. You know, maybe something mm-hmm. else, or Amy Sweezy, a autograph, a, you know, a Channel Two uh, calendar or something. <laughs> but no, I'm giving, I'm, I'm donating the instant pot for a great cause. They kept it. He did. He yeah. kept it. He did. I don't even know if he showed it to anybody. No. I think he just put it right, uh, right in the kitchen underneath the sink. But it allowed him to, to get rid of something, and so Jim Payne left with an old used crock pot. <laughs> you knew that I was going to keep it, though, James. Didn't you? <laughs> no, I did not. I oh, didn't know you were going to keep that. it. I, you gonna... I told you. Yes, everybody knew it. All right, let me move on to World Cup. Did you watch any? Did you watch the final, uh, the final game, final match? I did. I Good. watched most of World Cup. So did I. It was great. Uh-huh. Best ever. Um, did we talk about this at all? I, what, what I appreciate more about World Cup is how it means so much to all of these different countries. Those fans, the best part of any of these matches to me was the cutaway shots of yeah. the fans in the stands after a score or after a victory or even after a loss. Uh, these people were, my God, some of those fans were absolutely crestfallen after their team was eliminated from from World Cup, so it gives us a better idea of what exactly that means to, to all of these folks. It's, and, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be wonderful eight years from now when we have it here, won't it? 
soccer to 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 many cultures is is opera it's 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 love and it's it's and it's loss it's a it's a it's a substitute for sex now hold on for just a oh, minute what? What? yes it is because if you watch a soccer match it's all about anticipation and it's all about build up to a goal oh my it's god all, really no it is it's been compared it's been it's always been compared to sex it's always four plays back and forth and this and that and passing and building up to this crescendo of you know, you know what happened to this to the goal I mean that's that's the way it's been viewed. It's this is such a passionate game. However, I did read the New York Times had a front page story earlier this week that uh, youth participation in soccer in the United States has gone down twenty two percent. And it's because yeah, well, for various reasons, it's because of academy play and it's because of the expense involved and. They it's uh, essentially been labeled a rich white person's sport, mm. uh, and there's been an uptick in in participation in basketball and baseball. Believe it or not, baseball. Can you believe it? And I think one uh, of the reasons for that is because baseball still has you know cities have their leagues like a or maybe Winter Garden, and kids get out there every Saturday, I suppose. Maybe practice a couple of times a week, then get out there on Saturday, you know, play against another team from the same area. They're not having to pack up their gear, you know, and hoof it two hundred fifty miles for uh, for a game like many of these kids in soccer do. I know, but I've been up to the Seminole Soccer Complex on a Saturday too, James. One. It's absolutely packed with people. You know, yeah, but that's that, but that but a lot of that is 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 academy and 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 league, uh, and they they're coming in from Miami and they're coming in from Jacksonville and they're coming in from Tallahassee to play at those to play in those in those matches. Uh-huh. Right. You know, I don't know. I mean, all I know is what I read, and they said it's not just not quite. Is it not catching on? I mean, it's just. Everybody said, oh, this will be the thing. Every kid's playing in 20 years, and they've been saying that for 40 years. You know, this Well, is they realize that they're having a problem in, uh, in inner city areas of the United States because there's no room for a soccer pitch. You know, basketball, you use a hoop, they get out there, boom, there they go. Uh, baseball, uh, Little League baseball is set up differently. We don't have that in soccer uh, so much, and uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, there was a time not so long ago, James, when it was hard for me to sit still and watch a soccer match. Yeah. Because I'm one of those sports fans, and so many Americans are this way. We are groomed for scoring. We want we want to see points or goals right. or runs. Uh, and so it was just hard for me to sit through a 1-0 score. But now, after you watch so much of it, and certainly this great concentration of it during World Cup, it makes you appreciate the strategy of a game. And this is kind of to your point on, on how all of this is just a build up and all of the strategy that is involved in soccer. So I may not still be the greatest soccer fan in the world, but I certainly have a better appreciation for how the game is played and appreciation for how much it means for so many people around the world. I love World Cup. It's, it's, Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's a buildup of play. It's the anticipation. You say, here we go, here we go, the passing here, and then, the, you know, the shot is going to come, and oh. then they, miss, they might miss it by an inch, mm-hmm. you know, or a couple of inches. Then they do the standard universal, put their he- hands on their head like fans do. Oh, my God, how could he miss yep. it? Which, by the way, psychologically speaking, 
uh, is a way of protecting yourself against shame, believe it or not. That's, uh, yeah, fans do it and, uh, and the players do it itself. It's a, it's, it's, it's a protection against psychic shame, meaning I know I should have gotten that goal. How could have I missed that goal? And they surround themselves with their arms and they're giving, believe it or not, psychologically speaking, they're giving themselves a hug as well. They're hugging their head because they know no one else will and they need that hug because they knew they should have made that goal. I'm just saying, let me move on. So okay. is that, does that displace dropping an f bomb? Then is that uh, well? It's just it, it's just, yeah. It, well, I, I've seen enough f bombs in the in the World Cup play too. You uh. watch some of these guys talking to the refs. You know what's coming out of their mouth? Or they're trash talking one another. And I don't want anybody to tell me that soccer is not a physical game on that level or league level. It's a yeah. it's a tough tough game when you get those when you get those cleats in your knee. Or when you bang the you know your head is banging against another guy's head when you're trying to reach a ball, mm-hmm. and the the other thing I might add is you know when people say oh it's not they don't they're not there's not enough scoring I said well what do you do when you go to a baseball game because I hear people say oh man did you go to the game it was a one to nothing shutout that pitcher threw a great game and I go on you know you get three hits three hits one run and you come away saying it was a great game same thing in soccer sometimes. Well, you know, I get that you know, when you say that's physical in so many cases. It is. Yes, but I get I get a biggest kick and a, and a belly laugh out of watching some of these guys flop and fake the way they do. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's pure slapstick, some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's that's the operatic, operatic nature of soccer as well. Oh, my God, I'll never play again. Oh, And then, you know, 10 seconds later, they're, they're up running hard running at full speed. Oh, wow. It's yeah. a miracle. Yeah, it is. It's a gigantic it's a miracle. miracle. Mm-hmm. Speaking That's of Orlando, speaking they're taking, they're taking the cots out there, and what you don't see is they're feeding these guys goop dogs. <laughs> it sounds right back up. I like oh. that magic spray they bring out. You ever see that stuff? They come out and then they spray. You know, they spray their leg and they spray their knee, and I don't know what it is. I guess it's some kind of icy whatever. And uh, then magically, yeah, they get up and uh, you know do a couple of jumping jacks, and off they go. Speaking of soccer, Orlando finally got Orlando City finally mm-hmm. got a win. Mm-hmm. I have my theory yeah. about Orlando City. Oh, oh, I know. Here we go. Well, I know James O'Connor was brought into the co- as coach, and uh, I'm still kind of scratching my head. Now, I'm not trying to take anything away from James O'Connor, but uh, you know USL. And then all of a sudden he's the coach. I'm just wondering whether somewhere along the, the way they were searching, you know, for somebody else, and they might have said, "I'm not coming in mid-season. I'm not coming in. Uh, you get somebody else to take that club through the rest of the season, and then we'll talk, or then I'll sign the contract." Mm. <laughs> I don't know anything, by the way. Uh, that's just a that's just an observation on my part, and I'm not trying to take anything away from James uh, O'Connor, but at the same time. You're elevating a USL coach to to MSL level. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been uh, covering sports for a long time, but I don't remember ever prior to this ever reading about a coach having signed a two and a half year contract. That two and a half sounds, year. yeah, it's a two and a half year contract that he signed. I don't know, um, and I don't know. There might there might be some merit to your theory, James. All they need to do is just keep winning. You know, they've got to get three point results here, and they need a they need a bunch of them at once. Um, I think you can probably discount that uh, open cup loss. Those games in the middle of the week, they're really good if you can win them, but sometimes they can be a hassle when a team otherwise needs rest. I don't know what Orlando needs right now other than than three points. Now they have to go to Columbus. 
They play at Columbus on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're horrible on the road, just two and seven on the road this year. So I don't know if, if it's too late, and there's still a lot of games left. But um, maybe it's too early to say too late. Um, but I do know this: just listening to James O'Connor talk, doesn't he kind of sound like the guy you'd want to sit down and have a pint with? Did we ever have James O'Connor on the program? We did when he was a player. Absolutely. Long time ago? Yes. Yeah. You compared abs. What? Oh, is he the one with the best abs? He might not have had the best. He's better than you, though. Oh, come on. Everybody's <laughs> got better abs than I do. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, I mean, Thanks for sharing. I don't care about my abs anymore. I care about breathing. <laughs> That's what's important breathing, to me you now. Say. Oh, as long as yeah. I'm breathing, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. Good for <laughs> you. my eyelids open in the morning, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy. That's all I want to say about that. It's tough when you get when you get older like this. Hell, hell I got winded playing chess the other day, James. Anything else I need to know about sports wise? How about the All Star Game that I didn't watch, and no. I didn't watch the home run home run derby either. And mm-hmm. hey, that, Pat, did you watch it at all? I watched the whole thing, yeah. What do you think about the interviews with the outfielders during the game? Oh, that's a good question. I like it. I, I, I was enjoying that. Yeah. It, it, it it lends something to an otherwise meaningless game for fans. What did they say? Uh, I mean, what does, he, what does an outfielder have to say to anybody? I guess I can understand the coach down in the dugout. Well, you know, we're going to switch there, we're going to switch there, and they're going to this and that, whatever. But an outfield, you know, he's a left field, and said, yeah, well, wow. It's like, well, they're interviewing a player j- just like they would about what's going on this season, but they also talk about the pitcher on the mound and what they're doing because the the game is happening when they're interviewing them, how they're preparing for that next hitter. So they might be talking to them about the pitcher or the hitter at the plate. Yeah, yeah. Did anybody, was anybody interviewed when they were set? You know, it's like, Oh, gotta go. <laughs> yeah. the, yes. What? Uh, someone had to, someone caught a fly ball, I think. Yeah. And they also talked to Bryce Harper. You know, they're, they're trying, they're making small talk with these guys. Yeah. They talked to Bryce Harper about how he won the home run derby the, the night before. And that really was, that really was kind of entertaining. You know, these all-star games, whether it's baseball or football or basketball, they're trying to find new ways to bring the fans in yeah. to, to keep them interested and I hate saying this because the Pro Bowl has been played in Orlando the past two years and is going to come back again uh, next year, uh, you can have that game. Uh, but there's a lot of good things, entertaining things that happen before the game, sure. leading up to the game. Right. But the Pro Bowl is, is meaningless. They might as well play flag football. Uh, it's, it's not that competitive until they get down to the nitty-gritty and players who want a few thousand dollars more decide they want to try to win the game. But the NBA All-Star game that's like street ball, I guess I still like the baseball all-star game because there's history there. And I, I, I've always loved watching the all-star game. I like the way this one ended. Extra innings, bottom of the ninth, tying it up, going to extra innings. It was all, it was all fun. And the nuance of talking to these players while the game is being played, yeah. I think, is just Fox's way of trying to make it a little more interesting for the fans. Would you agree with me that baseball players, Major League Baseball players, are better chatterers, if, if that's a word, then football players or basketball players. I mean, just talking with the press and just the ability just to, you know, just to, to chit-chat. Does that, you know, does that make any better, sense? But the, but yeah. the best are the hockey players. 
bar none, hockey players are better with the media. Really? They're extremely thoughtful, extremely well-spoken, will stop and talk to you at any time. And that's not all of them. But my experience just with Orlando and in watching, if you watch on TV, these guys are so incredibly thoughtful when they talk to the media. Not that baseball players aren't, or the NFL, or even NBA. And by the way, I can't wait until this new Magic season because, by all accounts, Mo Bamba, Orlando Magic's number one draft pick, is an incredibly thoughtful, well-spoken young man. So he should be a delight, and I hope against hope that uh, he helps turn things around in that Magic camp. I don't care about thoughtful. I care about points. Mm. That's all I want, points. (laughs) Points. Yeah. He can speak Esperanto for all I care. I just want points. (laughs) I hear you, James. Yeah, all right. All right, Patrick. Have a great weekend, will you? I will, James. Look forward to talking to you next week. All right, buddy. You got it. Pat Clark okay. handles sports over Bye Channel now. 2. Bye-bye. WESH Channel 2 in Orlando. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. The panic-stricken look of a grown woman caught squatting against your back tire. Hey, what do you Oh, my. Real Radio 104.1. Happy birthday, Pinkman. Thank you. I worked hard to get here. <laughs> no. Piggy's birthday is on um, Sunday. Sunday yeah. So we're not here tomorrow. Thought we'd celebrate today. Yep. Oh, yeah. With cake, mm-hmm. cards, and gifts. Yeah, what? instant pot. Got an instant pot for his birthday. Oh, yeah, bro. Good for you. Can't wait. You think your head would fit into that? It's yes. the six-quart no. one. Yes. I have his a head. Look at his head. head. That's a big melon. I don't think, I, I don't think it fits. Yeah. The president either. of the United States, they say the White House is thinking about inviting Vladimir Putin to uh, Washington this fall. Yes. Wait, I think collectively, as uh, the United States of America, uh, the public and our representatives uh, should just stand up and say, we don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want him here. I'm getting tired of hearing about Russians. A little pipsqueak nation about the size economically of Texas. You know, what do they, what do, what do they got that's so damn important that we yeah. ought to be paying attention to? Screw them. Yeah. Now we got these Russian agents all over the place. We've got them running around this uh, this outfit. I've identified mm-hmm. at least three of them thus far. Right. I don't know how that happened. They've been embedded in uh, into this uh, into this company for many years, apparently. Would you call it a mulligan summit? Because yeah. he wants to do over. Yeah, let's try it again. <laughs> Whatever it is, you want to you want to meet with him meet with him someplace else. You're not going to meet with him. Uh, I think I truly believe, as Americans just say, you want to meet with him. You meet with him in some go to Moscow if you want to, but he's not coming here. We don't want him setting his foot. He he and he's his uh, so operatives no. been messing around with this democracy. It's an insult to have him on our shores. I don't understand. With all the damage he's done, why would we open our, you know, roll off exactly. the red carpet for this guy? Yeah, what's so special about him? 
Well, it's even the opposite. I mean, he's he's really a scoundrel, and I think that he well, he's, has, a, he's a thug. Yeah, he's a he's a murderer. So, right. He's a he's a despot. He's a dictator. And and for what reason? That no, nah, I don't think so. You know what? Meet with him in Nova Scotia if the Canadians will have him. Here is <laughs> George. What's happening, George? Haven't heard from you in a while. I tell I tell the people, and I'm not I'm not ashamed to tell yeah. the people. I tell everybody if the if the Mexican drug cartel. Mm-hmm. Alisco New Generation, mm. they offered me a job to be a drug dealer to transport uh, methamphetamine and cocaine. Yeah, yep. I do it. I go for it, man. What? Why? Why is that? <laughs> because because of the money, or you just believe that uh... the money it makes a lot, a lot of money? Yeah, okay. Because working working decent, working decent, you know, you not you don't make no money. You're not gonna do nothing working decent. You think you think the Dollar General cashier is making big money? No, I don't think, think uh, Dollar guy, uh, General cashiers are making big money, but I don't think they uh, the bosses shoot you either. I don't or even worse. think that not even the manager is making big money. You see, the manager, the yeah, way but the manager, the uh, Dollar General's not going to take a chainsaw to your neck. I mean, uh, you know what I'm saying there, George? No, I'm not talking about drug dealer. I'm not talking about psyker, like a killer. No, I'm talking about drug leader. Drug. No, you drug mess around with killer, these drug cartels, you screw up, and they'll kill you, George. If you betray nice. them, Momo. if if you betray them, that's the thing. I take a shot. I I I go for it. Cause working decent, you, even in even your job, you're not making any money. Uh, you want to slide? You wouldn't you want to slide a little to your side? You know, they pay a, You know, say hey, I'll move this uh, cocaine across the border, and you keep a little for yourself to sell on the side. You yeah, they do. E- you don't make. You make even more money. money if you do that, George. Mm-hmm. That you're not making any money in your in your radio job station. You're not making. You're not making. No, I'm not making much. Drug lord. No, that's yeah, that's right. no, I'm not making. That's no, the most making drug lord. Not mode. drug yeah, money. Yeah, not yeah, me. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. So I go for As it. Matter of fact, I've been thinking I, about being a drug mule when I retire and make a little money. That's nice on the side. Supplement my social security. Just to give you a little bit example of back in the '80s, yes, Boston, Boston George, the guy would the dude with the long hair. George, Boston George. Oh, sure. Uh, okay. He worked for Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Do with the, with the long hair. Yes, for one deliver. Yeah, right. On a, in, a, in a private jet, he win $1 million. Well, you know how to fly? You deliver. don't even know how to fly. You don't know how to pilot a plane. You're talking about drug mule. You're talking about putting a knapsack on your back and crossing the I Rio Grande. I don't have to be a pilot. You can you can transfer in a truck. You can transfer in a car. You can transfer, you yeah, can good transfer luck with in that, many George. ways. All right, George. Uh, you ever try to serve time? In I go for it. You're going to be in prison. Ever served? Yeah, you're not smart it enough. Now nah, you, you know, you're not cop. smart enough. Yeah. Now they'd ask, start asking you questions about the Academy Awards. You'd screw it up right it's there. Like they cop. don't want to hire well, you. I, you're blabbermouth. Like yeah, yeah, you're yeah, a yeah. big. Bla- nah, you're a big blabbermouth. Cartels talking. don't want to blabbermouth like you. Well, I'm a felon. I'm a convicted felon. Well, they certainly don't want anything to do with you. I'm a, I'm a felon. I got charged uh, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. You uh, did? What kind of weapon? What, you have a machete? Oh, that's a deadly weapon. The charge says it all. That's a third-degree felony. Yeah. It's a deadly weapon. Well, they want to offer me three years in prison. Yeah, what happened? Good offer. I go for it. So you served time? I did time in probation. Yeah, oh, in probation. probation. But I'm not, I'm not, nope, see? Nobody's gonna embarrass me working in a Dollar General or working in a Walmart. What's, what do you have against Dollar like, General? Yeah, what's the, yeah, what's the beef against Dollar General? What's the big deal? Walmart, 
in Walmart or Checkers. Oh, here we go. All right, I got it. Okay. Now he's I, mentioning all I, manner yeah, of great places. Now just trouble. cut it out. Yeah, he's as crazy as a bed bug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me lock the door. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Yeah, we learned a little more. <laughs> yeah. 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 You have said before we should come in here at three o'clock. Boom! Slide those deadbolts. But I've never done it. Well, you're not tall enough to reach. No, I can't the... reach the top one for sure. Yeah, but the so bottom one, I can. Could... She's trying to hop up to get I one of them, like when she used to play racquetball. Damn it! It's got like a two-inch jump. I don't. It's maybe two inches, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Jump ball with Tom Thumb. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't. It's okay. What yeah. I what I lack in height, I make up for in enthusiasm. Yeah. All I'll say about that. You get the surprise that Bianchi didn't, or the ESPYs didn't have you to what, win the, the stink eye award. Oh, <laughs> she give you the stink eye. Yeah, well, you were. That hit- was out. You were hitting me on purpose. No, you hit me on purpose. Oh, That's we did all. that. We admit that. All right. Well, you get the bad sports. That's why award. we're going to play paintball. Mm. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> huh? No, because I know how you guys. Well, play. the object not- of the game is to hit you. No, see, that's why. Instead not- of just a bonus. No interest. No, we'll give you a couple of seconds. Mm-mm. Head start. Uh, nope. Mm-mm. Hide behind a tree. No, thank you. Okay. You let me know how to take a picture. Yeah, not interested. I learned my lesson. I mean. It was dumb to keep getting hit at the racquetball game, but it would be even dumber. You got in the way. No, I was playing. It was doubles. You know, you have to wait. Frank and I had to get around you. You stood there like a lummox. You got to move out of the way. No, we were moving all the time. Not really. Yeah, we were. You have to know how to block people. Mm -hmm. You got to block them out so they can't get to the ball. Mm -hmm. That's what they do in soccer. Then you got to serve and hit them right in the back. Put a little sting in them. (laughs) There should have been a... What, foul. a penalty? Yeah, foul of some <laughs> a penalty. sort. There's some sort of foul. There's no penalty well, in racquetball. Sh- there should be. You can't purposely hit somebody. It's not nice. It was Jack's idea. Uh, I didn't have the aim for it. That's why I asked you to do it. Mm. Oh, you were the idea man, and he was the uh, yeah, the <laughs> muscle behind it? Mm-hmm. Hey, boss, you know, it'll be great. Hit her. Yeah. <laughs> hit her when she's not looking. I got I had a wealth the size of like a, a saucer on my back. Next right, time yeah. she complains about Jack, her ball being out. Yeah, Jack, watch this. <laughs> Pow! Yeah. Damn it. This that is hurt. really going to hurt. I didn't it did. Mo- it really did hurt. I hit Maxwell once, and he, like a week later, he had this giant it, bruise. Yeah, I had, uh, no kidding. <laughs> like, no kidding. Yeah, they got thin skin. Uh, uh, shows up. News people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What's that? Yeah, news, news people. people. We news people at Thin yeah, Skin. Thin yeah. Skin. Yeah. yeah. He turned out to be a fairly decent racquetball player. Who? Maxwell. Yeah, see, the thing is, I taught him how to play, and it wasn't long before he was better than me. Oh. That, that's, when oh, yeah. my, that's when my shoulders started hurting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need an activity. See, that was the last time I had regular exercise, and it was through an activity mm-hmm. because it was About, fun. Let's, find a, let's play pickleball or something. Let's do it. <laughs> Since we have a real radio pickleball tournament upcoming. Yeah, that one. <laughs> right. Really? Put our dentures in the glass uh, in the water to oh, the side. Okay, get out there and play some pickleball. Right <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's action-packed. I've seen the game. Oh, yeah. It's like fast tennis. Uh, they actually I'm telling had, you, it's really. They had the uh, world championships on, and I recorded it, and I, I watched a little of it. I, the one in Naples? Yes. I saw that. They had... A couple thousand people enter that, and they twenty thousand people watching it. It was like what? Yeah. Do you see the Why average age of the people who were watching that match? It's in it's, Naples. 
It's big. Well, they're about seventy. And seventy years old was about the median age of the spectators in that crowd. Because that's the median age of Naples. Oh, that's true. And then the play, so yeah, well, then the yeah. players—they're all dressed up like they're professional tennis players. They yeah, got the yeah, outfit. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. pickleball for crying out no, loud! No, you have to be in they the They got their short skirts on, and they got their headbands, and yeah, they got matching. the wristbands and all that kind I hope of it stuff. Was matching. And the professional pickleball racket. I say, uh-huh. come on, really seriously, no. it's pickleball. If you feel good, if you look good, you feel good. If you feel yeah. good, you play better. You totally. should know. Anyone who gets into a hobby. What could I buy? Right. You have to do it. <laughs> Give me the best. Ball. Not for a pickle Give ball. me the best. Right, just like is. a tennis player, these are people that never made it in the world of tennis, so they picked up pickle. They were just good enough to be able to get the ball over the bet. net, but not good enough to be competitive, so they went into pickleball. I am willing to bet. I'm looking forward to it. I am willing to bet Easy. next year at the Pickleball Championships, Jim Phillips will be participating. Because it'll be a pickleball player. (laughs) That'll be the hobby you take up. (laughs) Oh, are we separating into age groups? Well, I'm not going to play pickleball against somebody who's 22 years old. That's not fair. Uh (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was the 17th fastest half miler. And I also broke the Orlando... Heart Health Institute <laughs> treadmill record mm-hmm. for 70-year-old man. Really? My Bless. name is on the wall now. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin. 407-916-1041. Save some money. So many people, if you use your credit card a lot, and if you're not paying it all off, you carry some, some debt on your credit card, you know the credit card's... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Before we get to that, the Orlando Sentinel reporting a man was killed this afternoon after an apparent shootout between two vehicles on Alafaya Trail near the University of Central Florida. Jeez, man, what is going on in this town lately? All the nastiness out in uh, Pine Hills, now it's on the east side. No. This is why, you know, it's dangerous to confront a litter bug. So we don't know whether it's road rage or whether it's uh, some kind of gang activity. Who knows? I'm not, no. You're not, we don't not, have a gun problem here. You know, I'm not surprised. You know, I guess, are you surprised because it's in a sort of an upper cla- an upper area as opposed to a, you know. I don't know if, it, if that's an upper area. Well, you know, an upper area. class yeah, area, East middle Orlando. class area. East Orlando, yeah. Orlando Alafaya Trail. No, nah, it's not like an upper class area. Uh, I used to live over there, so mm. that tells well, you anything. Yeah, I know you don't know the reasons for the shootout. It could be a myriad of different right. uh, well, that's reasons, but, well. All right, time for closest to the pin. I'm playing against Nick Ray as the backup. What's the prize? That would be a pair of tickets to Monster Jam. Triple Threat Series at the Amway Center on August 18th. You can buy your tickets now. Go to realradio.fm keyword events. You've never seen anything like it. That's right. Because they've never done it this way before. (laughs) That's why it's exciting. (laughs) Without a doubt. So you should want to go is what I'm saying. Thank you very much, Pinky. Let's get Nick on board. Hello, Nick. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, it's going well. We have and a category. Hello. We have a category from Jim the Mailman. 
Uh, it's a topic that's been in the news lately, and he calls it from Russia with love. Oh, great. Okay, so uh, a category that has to do with things that are Russian. Or, All right. Or close. You ready to go? Let's do it. Let's reset the clock for you and begin your round in three, two, one. Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase starred in the movie Spies Like Us. When was it released? 84. Two tablespoons or one serving of Russian dressing has how many calories? Uh, 112. What year was Vladimir Putin born? Um, 1948. What year was the Beatles song Back in the USSR released? 69. Rounded to the nearest million, what was the 2017 population of Russia? Um, 380 million. Time. All right, good job. Let's put you on hold. Let's get Jim back in. I'll record next time of I knew exactly what you were going to say. Don't forget to go to our website, realradio.fm slash villains, and vote in the Best Actor Villain Contest. Um, it's available there, and just for entering uh, for voting, it takes about a minute to vote, not even. Uh, but yeah, enter your info, and you're in the running for a $100 Fandango gift card. Yeah, bro. Awesome. Hello, Jim. Welcome back. Hello. Category submitted by Jim the Hello. Nailman. Every once in a while, you know, Jim gets off his route early. Um, you know, really? probably takes a dip in the pool to cool down from driving around in a 150-degree mail delivery kidding. truck. Mm-hmm. That's not <laughs> air-conditioned, that truck? I don't know. No, it was in I the, don't think so. They were in the, it was in the news that uh, a woman uh, passed away, and they're looking into the heat of those vehicles. Mm. Because they don't have... A mail carrier? Have, yeah, they don't have AC, Oof. and they can't roll down the windows. No, I thought the whole side is open. That's like the door is open. All you have to do is... Drive it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they drive on. it about 15 feet at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not cooling anything off. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim, category for you, submitted by Jim the Mailman. It's from Russia with Love. Okay, Doki. All right. Yes, ready sure. to go? What is I mean, yeah, that's it? Things related to Russia. Okay. Or, you know, us. Yeah. Maybe ready? you should ask agents uh, work here, you know? You ready to go? Maybe Comrade Kanak knows something. Oh, a little more information revealed. Mm -hmm. Here we go in three, two, one. Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase starred in the movie Spies Like Us. When was it released? 1986. Two tablespoons or one serving of Russian dressing has how many calories? 225. What year was Vladimir Putin born? 1952. What year was the Beatles song Back in the USSR released? 1968. Rounded to the nearest million, what was the 2017 population of Russia? 135 million. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Time. Okay. Well, yeah, I got your time. Okay. I'm adding oh, five boy. seconds. Sure. You know, five seconds. Oh, more than that? Geez. We could add another second if you're up for that. I don't think so. What? Mm-mm. You're not confident in your answer? I don't want to give anything to the former Soviet Union. Oh, toy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase, Spies Like Us. That's a movie that came out in what year? Nick said. 84. Jim. 86. On the money. 1986. Double points for Jim. Nice. <laughs>
Russian dressing, a serving is just two tablespoons. How many calories would you find in that? Nick said? 112. Jim? 225. 107. Oh, Nick so gets a point. Yeah, tied. How about oh, Vladimir Putin, born in what year, according to Nick? 48. Jim? 52. Guess what? What? Who's the spy now? 1952. Oh. Double points for Jim. It's four to you one. You know about your honorable leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little suspicious. I think he's a spy. Uh, uh, what about back in the USSR? Well-known song by the Beatles. What year did that come out? Nick said? 69. Jim? 68. On the money. 1968. Oh, look at oh, you. Oh, you're getting your ass kicked. Yeah, six um, to one. You sure you don't have a spy? Jim the Mailman, a spy for you? Uh, how about the population of Russia? Surely you're not going to just get this one on the money. In 2017, how many people, how many Ruskies <laughs> in the motherland? Uh, Nick said. 380 million. Jim. 135 million. 147. Jim is closer. Jim wins easily. Uh I'm the champion. (laughs) I am the greatest. I will win. I can't lose. I win. Is there no one on this planet (laughs) to even challenge me? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Nice way to go into a long weekend. Watch it, comrade. Fascinated with this story about this uh, Russian woman who's been arrested. This is essentially a spy. Mm-hmm. Maria Butina or Butchina. And uh, apparently trading for sex for access to people and organizations that have power and connected to, for the most part, if not all, Republican uh, higher-ups and politicians working through, as they're now reporting quite possibly, the National Rifle Association to get access to People of of power. <laughs> she was getting ready to flee, and they put her in jail. They had they've had her under investigation, I think, for a year, mm-hmm. and they uh, quickly found out she was packing her bags and uh, telling her apartment uh, superintendent she was uh, closing out and this and that, and whatever. They said, okay, she's getting ready to go someplace, and it's not uh, Milwaukee, right. so. Uh, so she's still in there. I don't think they've set bond. They won't set bond. No, she has to stay. Because they believe if she get, she's out, she'll. Mm-hmm. And if she gets out, then uh, the Russians will probably declare uh, part of the uh, part of uh, you know diplomat, and she gets some kind of immunity, and they'll fly her back to uh, the motherland. Mm-hmm. That's not the end of it. It's like an episode from the Americans. I'm telling you, they're all over the place. These Russians. <laughs> They've been planting people in this society for decades. Decades. And if you owe them any money, they are going to come after you. Like and the they, IRS. And, and they'll probably kill you if you can't pay back yep. when when, the, when your bill is due. And they want their money. I want my money. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants their money. Right. They just operate differently. Instead of a bank, you know, and they get somebody to call you all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? These people, uh, they, they uh, put poison in you or throw you in the river or do something to you. Right. And this, uh, I have, I truly believe this is what's going on with Trump. He owes somebody a lot of money. One of these oligarchs who's connected to the Kremlin, mm-hmm. <clears throat> if not the mafia type. Yeah, they're yeah. mafia types. They're just, uh, you know, they're just, uh, they're in the business of of crime and 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 collecting as much money as they can. And uh, you know, he borrowed money from them because he couldn't get it from banks because he's been bankrupt so many times. And believe it or not, he's not a very good businessman. He's a great salesman. But not a very good businessman. He ran, ran a small boutique type of business to sell his name as a brand. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, but you can see, and it's all over. I mean, he, you know, he's one of those guys that pat you on the back, tell you a great story, you know, before he, and you just believe the this BS. You've seen him all the time. These type of people, and then as soon as they get away from you, then they start whispering. Right? They'll never tell you the truth face to face until they get away, and then they start yakking about you. So I think he owes some oligarch millions and millions of dollars. And uh, that's why he won't release the uh, the his his uh, tax statement because they they'll see the connection. Mm-hmm. So he spends two hours with uh, Putin, right, in Helsinki, probably trying to work out a deal where maybe and I you know cut the points a little bit. <laughs> the points. Can you give me a break a little bit? Hey, can you talk to that guy? Can you talk to Olaf and tell him to back off just yeah. a little bit at least until my term is over with or until I get impeached? It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A woman stabbed a man because he accidentally dropped his chihuahua while walking down the street. Jeez. Imagine how little you have to do to get her to slap you. Next, a security guard has been arrested for impersonating a police officer after he pulled over an undercover cop. Jeez. Stick to riding your Segway, Paul Blart. Finally, a Walmart had to be evacuated because a raccoon got in. Jeez. Just because a guy has a bandit mask, he's not allowed to shop for his family. I thought this was America. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File blog. Go there to vote for the best movie villains at realradio.fm. And transmission. up all your cash, putting ash in your ashtray. <laughs> Ever know one of those guys hanging around, uh-uh. working hard all day? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
and running off with your with your girl? Jeez. Jim Colbert show tomorrow between the hours of three and uh, seven on Real Radio. Let's see what he is on tap for tomorrow. Let me ask you a question before I get to your agenda. Ever have a? When's the last time you had a real honest to goodness nightmare? Oh man. That's a great question. You know, it's been a long time since I've had one that kind of woke me up or I woke up, like, uncomfortable. God, um, I think I had one probably about a year and a half ago. I remember it. Like, I, 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 I kept dreaming I was driving off a cliff and getting that falling sensation. Yeah. Oh. I had one the other night. You know, where you wake up and you're kind of whimpering. <laughs> and I'm calling out for my wife. and it's, I mean, it was one of those. And my, we've talked about this before. My dreams are pretty realistic i don't have all this strange psychedelic stuff going on i mean it's just a it's it's a it's a movie in my head that's not too different than than real life in my in my dream imagination i was like geez man when was the last time i had one of those where you're just waking up and you go oh thank god thank god thank god thank god it was only a nightmare it was only a dream yeah that is now i've had a couple of those back in the day when i was Super stressed out with my with my printing business when we were yeah. making the transfer over into radio full time, which we genuinely did not know that it was going to last thirty days or three years or three months. We did right. not know. So when you have the stress of having two kids and you know blah 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 blah, I remember having some where I remember waking up and saying a small prayer, like thanking God that it was something that I didn't really have to live through. You know. Yeah, I had the nightmare, and then uh, then I got a Charlie horse, mm. and I, <laughs> I did. I did. I get him in my. I don't know what causes him. You know, I said, "Oh, thank God!" I was like, "Don, Charlie Horse, Charlie Horse." You know, and you're trying to stretch out your calf and you know, get it to in, and they only it's like a uh, what do you call it, ice cream headache. You know, usually they yeah. only last for you know a few seconds, and then I don't even know what a Charlie Horse is. I guess it's a it's a cramp. I in your calf is that a Charlie Horse? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's like I used to get them playing poker, but if you ever get asked. The question of what's wrong. Never tell anybody you got a dream injury. <laughs> well, it wasn't. It was after. It was a post. It was post nightmare. And said, "Oh, thank God, I feel so much." Ah, God, son of a bitch! I got a Charlie horse. <laughs> yeah, that's not the manliest thing to go. No, no, no. Well, what are you gonna do? So, what's on tap? What do you got on tap for tomorrow? It's funny you talk about the dreaming thing because <clears throat> I just figured out something yesterday my, about myself. Uh, while taking a nap, that I haven't, I have discovered the last year specifically that I have an odd sleeping habit that I I, I don't know how to explain it, and it's not like I'm going to do it all the time, but I find that when I do this, I sleep very very well, and it's a little unsettling. You suck your thumb? No, no, no. That's gross and a little pervy. So uh, well, no. Not- it's- not until you're about 16. <laughs> right, exactly. And it's your thumb. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, no, I just discovered I had this. And we're going to talk about, like, odd sleeping habits and what it takes to get to sleep. Man, all we hear about in the news is how valuable sleep is. And then, conversely, all we hear is how difficult it is for some people to get to sleep. Man, my wife fist fights like Tyson insomnia and is having yeah. a fit with it right now. She just can't get a solid even six hours of sleep, she finds herself sleeping incrementally almost uh, all the time. You know, I'm on Ambien. I've been on Ambien for about ten years, and wow, I take really? I take five milligrams every night, 
because I was a classic insomniac. I mean, a couple of hours wake. I mean, just ter- and then stewing about how I couldn't fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And I sleep like a baby. It's a it's a nursing home uh, a size tablet, you know, five milligrams. And I think now it's probably just knowing, okay, I'm taking an Ambien, therefore I'm going to fall asleep. I don't know whether it has any real effect on my brain or anything physiology. But physically speaking, mm-hmm. whether it has any effect. But I think mentally, so, okay, I'm taking my five milligrams of Ambien, therefore I won't suffer from insomnia. And I'm telling you, Jimmy, it works like a charm. Now, for other people, Ambien, you know, they get they get weirded out with that kind of stuff. They get on the computer, they make late-night purchases, or they, you know, fall asleep underneath the car with a pork chop in their mouth and their <laughs> underwear on their head. I mean, it's just you got to be very careful. Well, if there's a pork chop involved, I'm in. Give it. <laughs> but it works like a charm I mean, you, for me. You had me a pork chop, brother. I don't care what car it is. As long as I can fit my fat ass under there, I'm in. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm terrified of that stuff. I don't know what it is. I hear so many nightmare stories. Unfortunately, I'm, I can be one of those worst-case scenario guys. Yeah. Where I'm like, every day I would expect pork chop and mouth type thing. And, and I, I kind of agree. I, I can't imagine that's a placebo at this point, though. That the chemical still has to work, right? That's kind of what it's built for. I don't know. I don't know whether mentally, you know, I'm just going, hey, I'm taking this that helps me sleep. Therefore, you know, my your mind works. You know, somebody could probably give me a half an aspirin and said, here's your Ambien, and I'd probably fall asleep. Hmm. I, just, I, I mean, I'd like to get off of it someday, but uh, well, I certainly will, you know, when I finally head west. So <laughs> mm-hmm. But. I don't understand that either, but why would you want to do that? Like, if it's working for you and it's not having any negative effect, the only other thing is I've heard is, like, sometimes you, if you don't get your full sleep out, you wake up and you're still dopey from the ambient. I, no. I don't know what it's, no. I don't know what it's like, deterioration no. rate is. I was no, no, not that, not that I'm aware of. So you average how many hours of sleep? You average how many hours of sleep per night? I have no problem sleeping. Sleeping is definitely my issue, but but I do have a problem because I like I like to hang out with my wife and we watch TV till ten or eleven o'clock at night. And of course, my alarm goes off at four thirty, so right, I would right, 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 right. five and a half hours. But I even said this morning, I came home yesterday, and you have those things where you just can't keep your eyes open, and I fell asleep. And had my wife not woken me up at six o'clock, I probably would have slept through the night after going to bed at three. I was, you know, you just get worn out. There's no way to explain it. You're a napper. Do you nap on the weekends? I nap almost every day. I try to grab at least 30 minutes. I found that, like your whole uh, placebo effect, I found that a 30-minute nap allows me two more hours of evening time to hang out uh-huh. and, and watch the shows I like without horribly suffering through the week. But this week, it just built up on me quickly, and I was, I was done. Yeah. What animals you having in tomorrow? You have any idea you bringing something, something weird in? <laughs> We're having Canines United tomorrow. They were very first guests. It's uh, uh, police dogs and dogs that help out with um, uh, with uh, uh, PS- PTSD um, right. survivors and stuff like that. You know, Brendan O'Connor's coming in from Bangalore. We like to try to get people up to date on what's happening in the city over the weekend and not not the normal stuff, just kind of off offbeat stuff. And of course, he's perfect for that. And then, uh, and then our boy Ross Paget actually did stand up this weekend. And guess who showed up at the club? Who? Howie Mandel. No way. Yeah, and it wasn't expected. Like, uh, he's in town recording that show he does, and the improv, uh, which is a magnificent room, by the way. If you haven't been out there for comedy, don't forget right. we have quality, quality comedy in the city of Orlando here. He was out there doing an anniversary show with all the other locals and was doing his set, and Howie's like, tap, tap. So we're going to tell that whole story tomorrow on the air, too. I can't wait. So, I mean, did he get up on stage and do a set, or is he out there looking for talent? What was he doing? Well, I... I 
I can't say that it wasn't both. You know, the one thing about Howie, you know, is he does have that producing bug, so he's always looking to do huh. something. But I believe he was just out there to do a set and kind of go to the club. I mean, Jim, you know, it's weird. A lot of these big comics, even though they make it, make it, make it, they still have that passion yeah. to do comedy. It's in, it's in your bones. There's really no other way to say it. So if they're near where a club is, and of course we know that uh, that area where they're shooting, like Universal out there, is right next to it. So it'd be nothing for him to scoot over. And to be honest with you, I've heard he does this nationwide. Like he 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 doesn't mind going out and visiting clubs. Jeez. All right, all right, buddy. We'll be listening tomorrow. Have a good show. You're the man. All right, Thank Jim Colbert show tomorrow between the hours of three and seven on Real Ready. Yeah, that was a bonafide nightmare. Mm. I don't know what was worse, the nightmare of the Charlie horse. Hmm. Charlie horse. Nah, I think well, it was the nightmare. The What's the difference between nightmare and night terrors? I'm not sure what a night terror is. Kids have that. I don't know when you thrash thing. about. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you're totally aware of a night terror. You just and, start screaming and And what's the one when you're you're awake, but you can't move? Sleep <gasps> yeah, paralysis. Yeah, that's paralysis. Oh, my daughter was fixated, obsessed with that for a while. I haven't yeah. had one of those in a long time. Yeah. My brother used to But they to used have... to call it some yeah. devil something. God, what was the name of it? Yeah, somebody sitting See, on there's you another... you can't move. There's another name for it. Yeah, know? there's a more, I don't want to call it a nickname. An but a... idiom that, you know, like yeah. a... Uh, Nick, yeah, nickname. What'd you call it? <laughs> he called him an idiom. <laughs> Idi- not idiot. How idiom. Rude. Idiom. Oh, boy. Jeez. Too many syllables uh, for him. It's okay. Let's see. <laughs> idiom. Uh, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, look at it. It's, yeah. I've There's another name for it. Yeah. Those are scary. Mm-mm. I've never had it. I stroke. I stroke. I can't move. No, you can't even say that. Like well, you're, you're thinking it. Yeah, your eyes are open and you can't move your body. Like, I don't know. I've heard people in surgery feel like their body is out, but they're they're awake. Yeah, so I had this nightmare. I was having a party, mm. and uh, you know, and and you know, I go to se- central casting in my mind. I guess I I do believe this. I actually believe that mm-hmm. whatever you hear and whatever you see during your conscious state kind of registers in there. It's in there someplace. It's all recorded. It all mm-hmm. goes into central casting from the moment you could recognize anything. It, it starts flowing in there. Mm-hmm. And then when your mind needs it dream wise, it starts pulling out these characters, at least in my case, I think, you know, okay, I need uh, this person, that person. Yeah. And I never have characters that have 14 ears or a nose that's no, four and a half feet long. They're just realistic. Party, right? pl- or they're people who I know. They're in the, mm-hmm. they're in the, they're in the dream. Mm-hmm. And I was in this dream and, uh, you know, I was being the bon vivant. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you again. Blah, 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 blah. Work in the room. And then uh, I, it was out on a lawn and somebody said, you remember me? Mm-mm. And I said, no. And then he. Uh-oh. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. And then everybody was gone. There wasn't anyone there to help you? Nobody's helped me. So I'm running around, running around, running around, you know, trying to find people. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find my wife. I can't find Everybody's gone. So I'm in my dream thinking, all right, am I dead? And now mm-hmm. I'm, am, I, is, am I in heaven? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, wow. and then I woke up and then I had a Charlie horse. I mean, you can't get much worse than that. <laughs> no, that's not funny. It hurts. Oh, I know. I get them uh, every once in a while. Oh, you I need mean, more potassium. It jars you awake. You're like, no, 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 because you know it's yeah, coming yeah, and you, you can't, can't stop, can't it. stop <laughs> it. It's like your toes and you know, are twist. like twisted. And, yeah. oh, Why no. can't you stop it? Mm-mm. I don't know. You can if you flex your foot sometimes. I, I, don't know. I tried that. It doesn't work. Yeah, well. It's almost too much effort. And then you say, am I going to make this worse? Oh, the calf <laughs> just goes. <laughs> yep. 
It's yeah, you, the, try, you have to flex your foot as fast as you can manage it. It's your leg version of ice cream headache. It's just yeah, going to come. Like, it's going to go. And mm-hmm. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Talking on the radio, not your thing. There's an easier way. It's called texting. 77031. Real mobile. It's real easy. From... Thursday, no Phillips file tomorrow. Jim Colbert show tomorrow between the hours of 3 and 7. We'll be back on Monday. Time for So You Want a Winner. Three rounds to So You Want a Winner. Round one is Brad's True False. That's easy enough. It's a 50 50. Either you're right or wrong. You get through that. You go to round two. It's Brad's in the news. It's a current events quiz. And you make it to round three. It's Brad's who said that. You have lifelines, two lifelines for every single round. That's Eddie the Shaman and Mr. Pinkman, who's celebrating his 25th birthday today. Happy birthday. Thank you. I made it. You're a real person now. I'm an adult. (laughs) I can rent a car. I made it. When is your fiancé going to? What are you going to celebrate on Sunday? Yes. On the true day of the real day. You get that special present. Hey. Oh. Uh, now listen. Yeah, Cash it I, now because after you get married, you no longer get that gift. Mm. Well, like a nice roast I can put in my new Instant Pot. That's right. You're going to have to buy it yourself. Oh, I hate that. You're going to have to go to a strange woman to get it. I don't oh, want... come on. <laughs> 20 in the shoe. Mm. <laughs> we need some contestants for So You Want to Win. Eddie, how are you? My life right now is like yours. When I was listening in with you and Pat Clark, it's beautiful, man. It's really, here's the thing. There's so many other things going on that I think I pulled back a little bit. And I'm like, let's focus on all that really, really positive and saw all the beauty of it. So, like, recently, I've been seeing rainbows. So, what's beautiful about it is that Mo gave me a little spark last week. She's like, hey, Eddie. And she just gave me this little compliment. And I'm like, ooh, and I grabbed that compliment. And then I ran with that compliment, and I started complimenting other people. And you know what they did, Mo? They started complimenting other people. And oh, so, Jim, forward thing. Yeah, 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 I yeah. want you to know that when I meditated just today, I thought of you, Jim, and I thought, hey, man, where are we going to go today, man? Where can't we go? Not where are we going to go? Where can't we go? And that's why I'm really excited. Hey, we have know, a beautiful show. it's okay just to say, you know, Jim, I'm doing okay. That too. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. I'm, yeah. Mr. Pinkman, what are some of the prizes, or do we list them already? Can't remember. Oh, no. I'm He's glad got them yeah, got got ready to go, Jim. pair of tickets to see Echo and the Bunnymen <gasps> with the Violent Femmes at the House Blues One of my this favorites. Friday tomorrow. We should go, Eddie. As a matter of fact, realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. 
A pair of tickets to Rainbow Randy Live at the Hard Rock Live Thursday, November 29th. Again, realradio.fm keyword tickets for info on that. Mm. Pair of passes to the advanced screening of Mission Impossible Fallout next Monday, the 23rd at Regal Waterford Lakes. And finally, last but not least, a pair of tickets to Classic Albums Live Fleetwood Mac Rumors at the Hard Rock Live on August 3rd. Oh, Very yeah. good. Thank you, Mr. Pigman. Let's get this underway. Paul, you're first up. Ready to play. Oh, oh hurricane. All right. Oh. Let's get Paul straightened out there. He's in a wind tunnel. Here's Anthony. Ready to play, Anthony? Hey, Mr. Phillips. I'm ready. Okay, Anthony. You're doing a great job, Anthony. True or hey, false? Hey, thanks a lot. Hey, you got it. Hey. Hey. Hey, you. <laughs> Maybe you. But a bing. Hey, oh, but a bing to you. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I know what you're saying. Hey, how you hey, doing? I'm doing good. Okay, good. Good for you. You guys, yeah. All right, right. true or false, Anthony? 62% of U.S. consumers showed their patriotic colors by owning an American flag. Is that true or false? You have lifelines if you need them. Um, Okay, I'm only going to guess false. That sounds pretty high for me, so I'll say false. You don't want to use a lifeline? (laughs) Nah. I I would if I were you. Come on, Anthony. (laughs) Let's use a lifeline, Moira. (laughs) Oh, I can't be the lifeline, but Eddie can, or maybe Eddie the shaman. What do you think? I appreciate you asking the lady for her opinion. She is college educated. Sixty-two percent of U.S. consumers show their patriotic colors by owning an American flag. Is that true or false? That is false, my friend. Uh, Pinkman, true or false? True, my friend. Split decision, Anthony. What do you think? True or false? Um, you steered me toward the lifeline, so I'll go with the true. Final answer. answer. Yeah, there you go, buddy. Good oh, job. Anthony's right. a smart Hey, guy. round two for you. Yeah, Anthony, here's Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. And here is your question. It was able to avoid a sting of the wasp and leapt over a skyscraper to check in at the number one spot at the box office in its opening weekend. The future looks bright as the successful series has grossed over $900 million worldwide to date. What movie is taking a bite out of the box office? Um, sounds like Ant-Man versus the Walk. That's your final answer? Sure. Mm. No. No. No, 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 no. no. I said it leapt over the Wasp movie and it leaped over the skyscraper. It was Hotel Transylvania 3. I know. Oh, not much room for blood sucking in Macedonia. Oh, no. Stop eating an idiom. The Russians take all the blood. <laughs> Nothing oh, left. Boy. Nothing left but classical music. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, and very <laughs> fast internet speed. Yes, Kendrick Lamar, I tell you, mm-hmm. the number one artist. A genius. <laughs> all right, Paul, you out of that wind tunnel? Uh. Oh, boy, you betcha. Okay, I am. Paul, here we go. All right, here we go. Oh, boy, oh, boy. True or false? Pentanel and heroin are getting all the headlines. Meanwhile, new varieties of an old nemesis have emerged in South Florida, going by the street name of Crocodile Rock and Plumber's Crack. Is that true or false? Uh, it sounds false to me, but I'll uh, take some help from the boys. Yeah, what do you think, Gary guys? Yeah, I don't think so. I think that sounds like the opposite of what you were thinking. Which was? So like some kind of maybe crack cocaine or something. Out That's there. what I think. Hey, I think it's got street name to it. and it's Some crocodile rug, but some plumber's crack. <laughs> I mean, you know what? It just sounds crazy enough. Let's go true. Oh, boy. Uh, also true. All right. The boys say true. Your first thought was false. What do you want to do, Paul? Uh, 
I think that I might have to, uh, oh boy, sorry guys, I disagree. I'm going to go false. You're going false. That's your final answer? You betcha. Yeah, you got That's that it. one right. Yeah. Hey, you did a good job there. Okay, Paul, round yeah. two right. for you. you stick with Alrighty your first then. instinct. Yours is a common bond for Brad's in the news. And <clears throat> here are the three things. What do they have in common? Redheads, lobsters, and cupcakes. What do these three things have in common? Hmm. Oh. I'm, I'm thinking some sort of a cocktail or drink or something. Oh, no, you're talking. way off there, buddy. Oh, well, then... Uh, Who's that in lifelines? Uh, yeah, mm. Eddie and Pinkman, if you could help me. Um, Redheads, lobsters, and cupcakes. Mm-hmm. What do they have in common? Uh, yeah. Frosting, uh, mm-hmm. batter. Uh, uh, red. Baking. Outside the box. Mm-mm. Oh, um... Outside the box. <clears throat> yeah, you gotta get outside the box a little bit. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, uh, and, oh, uh, 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 there are things in a box that they're it, no longer in a box. Uh, video games. Nope. Uh, uh, redheads like to eat lobsters and cupcakes. There. No. Uh, well, they might, but that's not it. The- mm. They're all things I like. No. <laughs> well, maybe, but no. Man, the, as they're... a matter of fact, Tuesday, last Tuesday, was a day celebrating these things. Yes. Oh, Among wait. Among others. Oh, the, the, the independent. Wait, no, not Independence Day. No, last mm. Tuesday. Oh, last Tuesday. This like three days ago. <laughs> oh, that last ago. Tuesday. Oh, this, this past, this past Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, there was there like a fiesta. The Fourth of July with a redhead. Ah, <laughs> 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 wow, well, red, white, or blue. Um, I don't remember the food day. What? But uh, maybe. No, what? no, it wasn't the food day. Oh, Is it like Independence oh, of Argentina? Argentinian Independence Day, Chile. World, no. Was it like a, there was a clam bake or something? Was there a lobster oh, bake somewhere? Oh, yeah, some clam bake. Lobsters, cupcakes, kitty cats, soccer balls. Oh, World Cup. Uh, yes. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> uh, what else? No, uh, Mr. Hanky. Uh, uh, flags of all the nations. Uh-huh. Uh, was U- it in the United Nations? Day? It, wait, Helsinki Summit. Nope. Uh, listen to me. I mean, uh, apples, and uh, there's one on there with a uh, with a thumbs a, up. Uh, oh, emojis. they're all emojis. Emoji day. National emoji day. Final point. answer. There you go. Hey, look at me. Redheads, lobsters, you know, and cupcakes. It took ten minutes to get an answer. <laughs> they, they were all new emojis up oh. until this week. They didn't have redheaded emojis. That wow. I should have kept up with the times. Yes. I know, all right, Eddie. Paul. Here we go. Brad's who said that. Here's for the win. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. I need more boner pills. Who said that? Jack Nicholson from the movie The Bucket List, Gary Busey, or Russ Rollins from The Monsters? I need more boner pills. You know, my first thought was Russ. Mine too. What do you think, guys? You want to use a lifeline? Uh, yeah, help me. I want to say it's Nicholson. I'm sorry. That's what it sounds like. Uh, I would. I first I thought Gary Busey, but yeah. I think I'm going to go with Russ. So you guys, a lot of uh, Russ Rollins and uh, Eddie thinks it's Jack Nicholson. I'll give you a hint. It's not Gary Busey. So it's either Russ or Jack Nicholson. He was in town this past weekend. What? Who? Gary Busey. Was he really? Yeah, he was at the Best Buy. It's nice. Yeah, Russ right. Rollins or Jack Nicholson? What Someone's do you think, there. Paul? Over? Well, I think I'm going to go against my natural instinct to say Russ, and I'm going to agree with Eddie on this one. You're going Russ Rollins or Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. That's your final answer. There you go, Eddie. 
No, I'm oh. sorry. It was Russ Rollins. And of course, you have to say, well, I'm going to go against my natural instincts and agree with Eddie. <laughs> and see. Or if so, you want to win it upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Come on, my NyQuil and ecstasy is wearing off. So you want a winner. All right, let's get back to So You Want a Winner. Here's Eric. Ready to play, Eric? I am ready, Tom. Uh, buddy, thanks for hanging in there. True or false, professors Tom Kazansky, Nick Bradshaw, and Pete Mitchell will share the Nobel Prize in Economics with their predictive model in developing countries. Is that true or false? That's Professor that so Tom. Outrageous. Go ahead. I would say that that is true. Want to use a lifeline? You want to stick with that? That's uh, Tom Kazansky, Nick now. Bradshaw, and Pete Mitchell. True or false? Got nothing to, nothing to lose by using lifelines. All right. Well, I mean, it's up Eddie? to you. I don't care. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, yeah, I mean, that sounds right. Why not? I mean, brother, you know, usually the Nobel Prize only goes to one dude or one lady. So let's split it up and let's let all three of them get a trophy. Yeah. So you're saying true. I think it is. Uh, Pinkman, what do you think? False. Why? It doesn't sound right to me. I'll tell you okay, that. very good. Is one of them's name's Bradshaw? Yes. Oh, Tom Kazansky, cool. Nick Bradshaw, Pete Mitchell How will rude. share the Nobel Prize in economics. Is that true or false? I'm no idiot. I'm, I'm going to go with Pinkman. I'm going to go false. You're going to oh, go boy. false. Oh, God. That's your final answer? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, thank Yeah, they're Listen Iceman, up. Goose, and Maverick from Top Gun. <laughs> oh, man, you got me. Yeah, <laughs> Classic brand. Uh -huh. There you go, round two. Good luck to you. All right, let's move along, shall we? Uh, your category. Now we're into Brad's in the news. Stories are ripped from the headlines. And here's your question. A teenager from Fredericksburg, Virginia, was landscaping away by pulling weeds when brushed up against one that fought back. Eww. The poor sap ended up with second and third degree burns to his face and left arm. What kind of plant would come up big and hog the headlines? Oh, I've never heard of this. I... I haven't heard of this one. Uh, Eddie Pinkman? Do you think it was like point, point, like poison sumac or one of those like um, giant um, plant man-eater plants? Wait. Like a chalice plant? Sorry, could I hear this one more time? A teenager from Fredericksburg, Virginia was landscaping away by pulling weeds when he brushed up against one that fought back. The poor sap ended up with second and third degree burns to his face and left arm. What kind of plant would come up big and hog the headlines? Oh, maybe it's not a plant. Maybe it was a hog. No, it is a plant. Oh, a hog plant. A pepper plant. Uh, That's your final answer. Ooh, how oh, it you? All right, it's called the giant hogweed plant. Oh. An invasive species that's spreading. Oh, Jack, hogweed. Here we go, Brads, who said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Tell me who said it. Quote, there are a couple of T's. There are a couple of T's. Who said that? C. Lane, Laverne <laughs> Cox from Orange is the New Black, or uh, game show host Pat Sajak. The quote, there are a couple of T's. C. Lane, Laverne Cox, Pat Sajak. That's a tough one. All good choices. Um, Eddie, Pinkman, some help, please? All right. Oh. There are a couple of T's. Here's the thing. It sounds like C. Lane self-censoring to me. That's all I'll say about that. I, it sounds to me. Well, I'm not a lifeline. What am I, I, I saying? <laughs> I mean, I get the Pat Sajak. There are a couple of T's. C. Lane, Laverne Cox, Pat Sajak. If Pat Sajak isn't the real answer, that's one of the I'm best go fake answers Sajak. ever given. I'm going to go with Pat Sajak. What are you doing there, uh, Pinky? I'm still staking with C. Lane. All right, what do you think there, uh, Eric? What do you think there, Eric? I'm going with C. Lane. 
I'm going with C light. Final That's your answer. Final answer? No, I'm sorry. No, it's no, it is yeah. sorry, Eric. Dude. <laughs> Right, they Bros. turn around the letters. Right. Uh, yeah, I'd, like to buy, I'd like a T. Yeah, there are a couple there of There you go, Beth, ready to play? Hey. All right, Beth, here we go. True or false, Beth? 64% of millennials get their news from social media, increasing the likelihood of coming across fake or inaccurate information. Is that true or false? Okay, I'm going to ask the boys, but I think that's, True. Well, that's, your final that's all you need. True. Yeah. You're going to second round. Here you uh-huh. go. Uh, again, Brad's in the news. So here it is. Mamma Mia. Here we go again. I have to share this story that I read in Rolling Stone. The big reveal on the Today Show was made as she divulged it's not what you would think of when you think of ABBA. Because I did it in a different way. Who will be releasing a full album of ABBA cover songs? Come on, guys. Help me on this. Oh, this is Please hey, let it be Cher. Please let it be Cher. Yeah. That's your final yeah. answer? It is. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah. She thought it'd be fun. She's in the new uh, Mamma Mia movie. She's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A blonde wig. Here we go. Brad, you said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it, Beth. Families can hold conflict, stress, and tension, but the family comes together and we face the world together, then we fight off the bad guys. Hmm. Who said that? Donald Trump, Holly Hunter, Joe, John Morgan. The quote, one more time. Families can hold conflict, stress, and tension, but this family comes together, and we face the world together. Then we fight off the bad guys. Donald Trump, Holly Hunter, John Morgan. Who do y'all think, Pinky, Eddie? Have you been injured in an accident? I'm going with John the Man Morgan. Me too. That's who I'm thinking. That's your final answer? Sorry, Holly Hunter from The Incredibles Incredibles. 2. I saw that movie. I knew it. But it just sounded so John Morgan. Yeah, and you were so wrong again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Eddie. (laughs) Hey, man, you want to know something beautiful? What? When I was listening earlier, and you talked about when the soccer player misses the goal that he should have gotten, and then he gives himself that hug and the thing about giving the love, that you were talking about cosmos, and there's a feel, and the balance, and it... It's to protect themselves it, against psychic pain. It blew me away, man. And, they give I gotta them, tell and you. they're also giving themselves a hug because there's nobody, yeah. nobody else who will. Because so you always rub to. their head after they score or you tackle them. No, they're just, looking for this. They're, yeah. they're, looking for, they're looking for support. They're looking for somebody, you know, to say it's okay. And there's nobody that's going to say okay. So they have to do it for themselves. Mm-hmm. And you can't blame. Oh, please. Even though they want to. I took Psych 201. <laughs> it's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news, here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A Pennsylvania man was taken to jail for walking down the road naked. He told the cops that he was partying hard. When they looked down, they determined that that was a lie. Next, the FDA is going to crack down on the use of the world milk claiming that an almond doesn't lactate. How do they know? Have they tried to milk an almond before? How ignorant. Finally, a man stole his date's car and used it to take another girl to the movies. She's been hit by. She's been struck by. A smooth criminal. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Alexa, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Orlando City marches to Discovery City to clash with Columbus Crew SC this Saturday. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. on our sister station, FM 96.9, The Game, AM 740, and iHeartRadio.
And now back to the greatest game show ever. Do you want to win the hokiest, cornballiest, plastic gifts that break when you look at them? Yeah. So you want to win it. Back to So You Want to Win It. George, you ready to go? Thanks for hanging in there, buddy. Here we go. True or false, true or false. For the first time since 2005 and only the second time on record, no one was killed by tornadoes in the United States in either May or June. Is that true or false? Taking a lifeline. Sure, I'll give you two of them. True, we need some good news. I'm going with true. No one got wounded by the wind. False. Stinkman. Oh, oh. Thanks, Stinkman. Uh, so difficult. Oh, how rude. Yeah, true or false? A uh, true. That's your final answer. Yeah. It is true. That's yeah, true. Good uh-huh. job. Yeah, I round two. Here we go. Yeah. Let's speed it up. Uh, common bond for you. This is Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. Three things, what do they have in common? The good old U.S. of A., Mexico, and Canada. What do these three countries, I guess this time, have in common? Oh, guys, help me out. I want to oh. see things at the uh, that Easy. Come eight, but I Dude, aren't we, aren't we combining for the best party ever? What? Oh, what does that oh, mean? It's not oh, I thought it was World Cup. World- that's, your final it is, that's it, World it is Cup. World Cup. Yeah, coming we 20, just got 26. it to 2026. There we go. Brad Sue said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Music is all about wanting to be better at it. Who said that? John Lennon, Drake, or who's the uh, singer with Rush? That would be Getty uh, Lee. Tom or Sawyer. Getty Lee. John Lennon, Getty Lee, or Drake. Music is all about wanting to wanting to be better at it. John Lennon, Getty Lee, or Drake? I want to say um, Lennon, but can I get a lifeline? Sure, I'll give you two of them. I, uh, this right. is my problem. I want to say Getty Lee, because I don't think it was Lennon, because I know a lot of Lennon quotes, but I'm afraid it's going to be Drake. I'm scared. I want to say John Lennon. I'm going to go Getty Lee. All right, there we have a split decision. What do you want to do there, uh, there, George? Uh, oh, 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 geez. Uh-huh. Oh, golly. Uh- <laughs> I'll give you a clue there. Uh, you know, just uh, not John Lennon. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, dang it. So it's either Getty uh, Lee or Drake. Is it? Can I hear the quote one more time, Jim? I'm yeah, music. Uh-oh. Music is all about wanting to be better at it. Is it? Is it Drake? Is it? I don't know. Did you say no? He so you mean you're getting Lee. That's your yeah. final answer. Good job there, son. There you yeah, go. Baby. That's the way to work it. All right. Need a winner. Got to get He wanted those tickets, thought. too. Good. Good for him. Roxanne. Here we go, Roxanne. True or false? Okay. True or false? An average okay. of 140 people a day in America went to the emergency room with fireworks-related injuries during the month around the 4th of July in 2017. Is that true or false? An average 140 people a day. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Now I need a lifeline, please. Yeah, lifeline, true or false. What do you think? Here's the thing. It was in 2017, so we didn't hear about it this year, so I'm going to say it's true. An average of 140 people a day were going to the emergency room about around the 4th of July. With fireworks-related injuries. It's a big U.S. Mr. Pinkman, what do you think? True or false? False. I say more. Another split decision. Roxanne, true or false? We're going false, Dan. We're going false. Okay. Many people involved there. That's your final answer. There you go. Yeah, it's false. It was twice that. (laughs) 280 day. (laughs) Round two. Here we go. Here's Mo. Uh, Common bond for you again on Brad's In the News. Rihanna, Naomi Watanabe, and President Trump. What do these three people have in common? Oh, boy. You guys come help me. Yeah. I'm, I'm afraid to say the answer. What do you think? Is it? I'm afraid to say the answer. 
Mm. Do it, bro. All right. Is it what happens? It's like, is there a picture comes up if you type idiot into the internet? No, 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 no. no that's no. a nice guess. I like that. But it's wrong. Okay, good. Rihanna, Rihanna Naomi Watanabe yeah, and Watanabe. I think a Time Magazine. Trump. Oh, there are people of the year. Mm, no. Not Better so much that. people of the Ooh, uh, people of the century. Decade. People of the decade. Time Magazine's it's, 25 yeah. most <gasps> influential uh-huh. people oh. on the planet Earth. No. Uh, on the in internet. America. That's your final There you go, on the internet. On Good the job. Internet. That too. All right, hang in there, Roxanne. We're not through with you yet, honey. Here we go. Here's Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote, it's very brave to be vulnerable about your feelings in any sense, in any situation. Who said that? Ed Sheeran, Dr. Phil McGraw, or Taylor Swift? Very brave to be vulnerable about your feelings in any sense, in any situation. Ed Sheeran, the singer, Dr. Phil McGraw, and uh, Taylor Swift. Guys, I need you to help me again. Yeah, here okay. we go. Come on. Here's the thing. Help out Roxanne. I can see Ed Sheeran saying it because, again, he's probably writing about all the, you know, the love and the loss. And Taylor Swift, we know Tay-Tay. But Dr. Phil, maybe, like, if he was talking to a victim about being victimized about something... That sounds very, it sounds very Dr. Fillion to me. Very, br- making do it. There you go. Now, what oh, you yeah. need to do, yeah. okay? Doctor. Hello. Buy my new book. You can get it at the website featured in the next commercial, and we'll be right back with more Dr. Phil. But what about my problems, Doctor? Don't worry about those. I- <laughs> Yippee-yay, cowboy. <laughs> what do you think, Pink? Ed Sheeran, Dr. Phil McGraw, Taylor Swift. That's good, by the way. Did you say picnic? <laughs> he didn't say anything. Uh, he did a good Dr. Phil. I'm going to go with Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. What do you say, Eddie? I'm going Dr. Phil. All right. Here you go. What do you think there, Roxanne? I, I'm going to go ahead with it, Ed Sheeran. And a happy birthday. All right. There you Thank go. You. All right. That's your final answer. I'm sorry. They were all wrong. It was Taylor Swift. I knew right. Taylor Sorry, Roxanne. I feel That's bad right. about that. Roxanne. Do you really? I do. <laughs> Even I knew that quote. Here's Robert. Ready to play, Robert? (laughs) Yes, sir. Here we go, Robert. True or false, America's consumer spent an estimated $900 million on fireworks this 4th of July. Is that true or false? I think I have the right answer, but I want a lifeline, Ali. Lifeline. It's false. It was like in the billions, bro. $900 million on fireworks this 4th of July. True or false? It is false. Try again. (laughs) True. That's your final Good answer. job. Yeah. All, right, all right, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Here's Mo. Brad's in the news, and you're lucky enough to have a common bond. Chicago, Hartford, and Boston. What do these three cities have in common? Oh, my God. Help me out here. Maybe they're the last three stops on the Grateful Dead tour? Uh-uh. No? Okay. Um, hey, how about this? Maybe they're having uh, a major problem with an influx of mosquitoes. Oh, you're close. You're getting close. Ooh, these uh, things. Ticks. Uh, ticks. Yeah, ticks. Yeah, ticks. Yeah, there you they're go. The Good top, job, Eddie. Top three tick-infested cities in the U.S. Let's see if Eddie Dude. can bring it home for you. Come on. Quote, here's the quote. Oh, I know it's not. a long way back, but at least I've got a fighting chance. Who said that? Tiger Woods, Gabby Giffords, or Alan Grayson? I know it's a long way back, but at least I have a at least I've got a fighting chance. Tiger Woods, Gappy Giffords, of course, the congresswoman who was shot in the head. Alan Grayson, the former congressman mm-hmm. from Central Florida, who's trying it again. I know it's a long way back, but at least I've got a fighting chance. Um, I don't think it's Grayson or Tiger. It has to be the other answer. I think it's Gabby. Use your lifeline. Yeah, See what they say. Anything? Dude, I. 
I love Tiger. I want him to do well. He is. And I love Gabby, yeah. but I, it sounds like my man, Mr. Grayson, the uh, the dude. What do you think there, Pinkman? Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Tiger Woods. With what do you, all right, what do you want to do there, Robert? Um, Tiger, Gabby, or Alan? I've got uh, Woods. Tiger Woods. He's going with Tiger Woods. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Baby. Good job. There you go, Tiger Woods. Yeah. All right. All right, one more to go. Here's, Gosh, uh, we're busy here. Here's busy, Bill. Busy, Bill, busy, how are busy. you today? I'm doing fine. How about oh, you? I'm doing great, Bill. It's always good to hear from you, buddy. True or false, yeah, Bill? All right, true or false, Bill? 66 countries have declared independence from the United Kingdom, meaning 52 countries, I think it is, celebrate UK Independence Day at some point during the year. It says counties, no, but I think it's countries, don't you? Uh-huh. 66 countries have declared independence from the United Kingdom, meaning 52 countries celebrate UK Independence Day at some point during the year. Is that true or false? Can you get a lifeline? Sure, you got two of them. Come on, boys. It's a lot of numbers. True. And he says true. Also true. They both say true. What do you want to do, Bill? Well, it's a crapshoot now. It's 50-50, Bill. It's up to you, buddy. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, <clears throat> false. That's your final answer? Yeah. Sorry, Bill. That's the way it goes. It was it true. Was true. Oh, Bill. Bill, Bill. Thanks for playing So You Want to Win It. Find your inner child and teach him not to touch himself in public. It's the hardest working man in the business. I give you Eddie the Shaman. All right, Eddie, you got 10 minutes at least. What? Yeah. Love Bell. Mo seems disappointed. <laughs> so How did this much, happen? So much love because, you know, I thought about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes I put out yeah. a lot of energy, Mo. I know that. Sometimes I put out a lot of energy. And sometimes... I, I'm receiving that energy, Eddie. And I want you to know, Mo, that sometimes I, I know I need to pull back. And the beautiful thing is I have guides around me. Uh, first of all, uh, greetings, Pinkman. Are you born? Happy birthday in three days. But happy birthday, Pinkman. Thank you, Randy. Thank you. I, he's busy guy, multitasking. Say goodbye to your daughter. <laughs> oh, no, don't even. <laughs> oh, that was all. Eddie, yeah. Eddie, Eddie. It's Eddie. all beautiful. It's all you part don't do of the that moment. Anymore, do you? I know, never again. No, never said it ever again. No. After you say, again, I listen, I learn. I listen and I learn. It's all listen the process. Learn, it's all, hey, Bobby Sabi. It's all good. Jack Bradshaw, what day is it anyway? Namaste. It Eddie. is Jack Bradshaw and Mo, Earth Mother Mo. I'm going to oh, need yes. your help earlier. I used your help because you're a highly intelligent young lady. Uh-oh. I'll be using your help in a little bit. All I'm right. going to need your help because you're, uh, you're educated uh-huh. and you went to Syracuse. And of course, my brother, the Great Awakener, Jim, how fairest thou? I'm doing very well, Eddie. Thank you. On this you. festival day, I wanted to be known. Uh, if anyone is interested, uh, just so you know, Jim, I told you guys last week, uh, uh, my acting one class is open, and you can sign up for it. If you want to sign up, it is from 4 to 5 p.m. on Monday, starting in August, and it goes just for 14 classes. You have to and sing? That's, uh, no, this is an improv-based uh, uh, theater like class that. where you get to do monologues. And But again, it's children, Jim. That's the only thing. It's it's second through eighth right graders. In. Yeah, it's second through eighth graders. What? So it's from 4 to 5 p.m. on Mondays. Look up theatersouthplayhouse.com and, of course, theater with an R-E. I saw that Robin Williams doing that. You know, yeah, it's it not easy. Hey, but you know no, what? it's not it's easy. 
easy, and that's why easy. I don't want to do it. I will set you up in a comfortable space, and we'll do that sometime. Because, Jim, I want you to know what I've been doing. Jim, do you know what I'm doing? You oh, know what I'm always Jim. doing, Jim? You're always doing something, Eddie. Jim, I'm always thinking. Do you know that, Jim? I'm always thinking. Do you always think? We're, we're always thinking. We're ah. either thinking about the past or we're thinking about the future. Oh, we're never thinking. thinking about the present. That's, That's right. Where Oh. You need to meditate. Oh, so, Jim, here's what I've been thinking about. Always thinking. Always thinking about you, Jim. And not in a creepy, sketchy way. Yeah, but okay. I'm always thinking about you. Mo, I'm always thinking about you. I'm oh. always thinking about Jack. I'm thinking about Pinkman. I'm thinking about the Firelights. Jim, I'm thinking about it, and I thought about me and how I relate to it. And you know what? what? Man, for the longest time, I realized what I was. And it's very simple. I was a yes or no kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about you, Jim. You might have loosened up over the years. But when I first started out and I realized I was a yes or no kind of guy, it was either yes or no, Jim. It was either positive or negative. Yeah. It was either masculine or feminine. Black or it white, was either Eddie. for or against. You're a zero sum guy, Eddie. Pro or con, you're, Eddie. You're Pro binary. Or con. Oh, yes. It's either this or that. Uh-huh. Exactly. And I realized, and then I made the discovery when I you know, found my journey with you that I was like, no, man, I'm the line between the yin and the yang. I'm actually, I'm that divide. I'm the fulcrum of the, of the seesaw. But that's when. That's when I realized, man, you know what, Jim? I don't see it in black or white. What do I see it in? Oh, gray. Mm-mm, tie-dye. Rainbows! You're right! Oh. Like I was telling you earlier, no one, Jim, no I'm starting that. to see everything no in rainbows, that. man. Oh, nice. Because that's the thing. If you think about it, if you look at the sun, you know, not directly, but there's always a rainbow around it. When it stops raining, there's a rainbow. If you look at everything in your life, look around right now. Every color is being bounced off every other color. Otherwise, there would be no color. Mm-hmm. You get your LSD in liquid form <laughs> and tabs. He is very hyper today, isn't he? No, I'm very chill. Oh. That's why. No, you're not chill, Eddie. Okay, maybe we're... Jim, here's the thing. If you think about it, everybody needs a little zen right now, man. Everyone's freaking out. There's a lot going on. And you know what the problem is? The reason why people need the zen is because it's outside forces. If someone else is doing something or saying something, let's say right now in America, and everyone's getting upset about it, well, that's what we need to do. We need to bring that balance back, Jim. We need to kind of maybe counteract that by being a little more zen and giving people more zen moments everybody needs a little bit of zen right now Mm. so everyone find your zen moment it might be just looking at a lake it might be what mo's doing right now closing your eyes bowing your head Mm. holding your fingers together getting in that pose to just relax zen is loosely translated to breathing that's all that zen means because it feels good to breathe And, and all you have to do is breathe thank you sit quietly and breathe. Thank you don't you. need a mantra. If you want to use a yep. mantra, that's fine. If you want to visualize a metronome, yep. remember I told you last week, exactly. visualize that metronome or that clock on the grand, that pendulum on a, on a grandfather clock on left and right. Mm-hmm. To the left is your past, to the right is your future. Mm-hmm. You want to stop that pendulum right in the middle because when you're in the middle, you're at the, in, pr- in the present moment. Be Thank in the you. now. Very and you know what, Jim? I always say well, you that do. the book twenty minutes I, a day. The book I was going to write is called "Everybody Needs to Chill." Now, Mo, this is where again oh. you are a writer and you've I'll read a lot this. of things. Yes. When you hear the sentence "Everybody needs to chill," what are the two ways? Because it's got to be one way or the other. What are the two ways it can be interpreted? Everybody needs to calm down. Okay. Chill out. You Excellent. know that kind of thing. That's got one. It. Or everybody needs to something about the temperature. Be cold. 
Yes. Chill. In a sense, everyone needs to chill out as in everybody needs to chill as in everybody needs to have that opportunity to be able to relax and sit and calm down and cool down because, and again, hey, everyone relax. Everyone start to, everyone chill. You're almost trying to control a situation that is already out of control. That's why, again, people are feeling that. So now think about that karma. Jim, I want you to know that for many years, I don't know about you, but how many keychains do you think you've gone through in your lifetime? This is a very important question. How many keychains do you think you've gone through in your lifetime? A keychain. Keychains. I'll say 10, 12, probably. Now, what I'm doing right now is I'm holding up my keychain. Now, Jim, the the reason why most people might say, dude, people look at my (laughs) keychain sometimes and they're like, dude, What's Dude, that? that's a lot of... Yeah, because you know something, Jim? When I used to wear bells around my ankles, I love to carry sound with me, but at the same time oh, project boy. not only positive energy, but a sound of bells. So I realized that when I had this much keychain on it, it actually makes a sound. So I don't need the bells on my ankles anymore. But here's the thing about it, Jim. It's what's on the keychain. Now, I know what you're thinking. What is it? Brothers and sisters of love, this is the original gangster right here. The first keychain I got in Florida, which is a comedy tragedy mask. Because remember, positive, negative, comedy, tragedy. That's the way I live my life. But then I thought, wait, I have to add more. So here it is, Jim. A little picture of me and my family. Little baby Banks and little Snickers. And a picture with me with Sorcerer Mickey and my whole family. And I looked so young then. But Jim, you know what's also on here? Look at this one man oh, this is no 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 jim what do you got look at this one would you do bite in that no oh, no yeah, man yeah. it's a hawaiian keychain oh but if you oh, look yeah. at it sideways it looks like a sandal right oh i see but at the same time brother remember jim i gave you yeah. worry stones many years ago oh, which yes. are the ones you rub your thumb it's you perfect it you so flip much. it over oh. no you flip it over it's got to think it's its own form of, i can double use it then and only then jim <laughs> I've got my little cosmic heart right here to remind me, Jim, my heart's cosmic, but this one's my favorite. I saw my heart the other day. Did you? Last Friday. He did. How did your your picture go? It's a heart. I saw my heart beating. Pretty intense. If you ever get a chance to see your own heart through a sonogram of your heart beating, you will have a new appreciation for that organ. I will do that. I will do that. As a matter of fact, I think there. Are, you know, I think we could franchise this out where people could just go in there, lay down, they put a little uh, jelly on yeah. your uh, chest, sure. and they're saying, "Look at this. See that thing? Yeah. That thing? That's I'm your so heart. Grateful. That thing you beats should be grateful. 60, 70, 80 times a minute, yeah. every minute, every yeah. hour, every hour of every day, and it's been doing it since the day you were born. Take a look at that thing, and you see it just sits there, and it just." Beats. And just like unconscious breathing that you it's were talking just, about. It's taking you know a message what? from your brain yeah. and it's, it's pumping that blood around. It's fascinating. You know what's really fascinating, Jim? Look at this. Do you recognize this? Yeah. Jim, this is our 2005 poker chip keychain that you oh, gave out yeah. at one of our poker tournaments. Mm-hmm. Mm. 2005, which means it's been on my keychain for 13 years, man. That's why, Jim, like I said before, always thinking of you. But think about this. Brothers and sisters of love, are you stale, but not still? Oh, Is there movement, but no progress? Are you a spinning wheel? You got to go around. But Jim, the reason why is people now feel like you're not getting anything accomplished. Or they feel like their wheels are spinning. But that's okay, because now maybe is the time to re-breathe, take a deep breath, hold it in, and then move forward. Or, just like my beautiful new baby dwarf hamster that I got a few days ago, Ice Chi. He never had a wheel, Jim. But now he has his own spinning wheel. And Jim, the other night he ran in the spinning wheel. And you know what he did, Jim? What? 
Powered your house. He was so happy, Jim. <laughs> he never had a wheel. Oh. And now he has a wheel. He never had a wheel. Dwarf hamster. Maybe he was free at one time, and now he's encaged. <laughs> no, 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 no. I saved him yeah, from that cage. A little I saved room. him. No, he, he has his own palace. Room. He has a tower. <laughs> he has yeah. a tower. Jim, I want you to know, brothers and sisters of love, stay on your path. Turn it off. Soak it in. Feel the love. Remember, there's new galaxies. And always remember this. What's his name? I'm always thinking of iced, iced chi. Let me out. Let me go. Let me out. Please, please. Thanks, brother. I love you, Eddie. Let me get out. He's drinking water. <laughs> on the wheel. But out. right. Stop. I'm going to get in trouble with Jack. I was almost on time. Brothers and sisters of love, remember. Phylites, remember this. Okay. I'm always thinking of you. I'm always thinking of you. So take a deep breath. In. Let it go. Uh. And remember what our good friend, the turkey, said. Uh-huh. Let go and give away the past like old clothing. Share your gifts with generosity, much like our good friend Harriet Lake. Thank you for the arts. And most importantly, feel the freedom that is gained in your life. Three things. Yeah, Deep breath. And... <sighs> Peace, love, and the Phillips file. Hey, Jim, yeah. I'm a hamster wheel. Shaka. I'm just a tool. Thank you for partaking in the cleansing of your soul. This is just one step in your journey toward inner peace and happiness. Remember to keep your chakras in line. And wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. Sit up straight, put your fingers around your belly button, breathe in, let it out. Think of that pendulum on that clock. 20 minutes, you'll feel like a million bucks. We're out of here. Good show today. Phillips filed back uh, on Monday. It's the Jim Colbert Show tomorrow between 3 and 7. Back on Monday at 3, right after Shawnee's The News Junkie with Sabrina and C-Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next. Tonight, eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth.